A legendary name in hardcore supplementation. Iron Mag Labs. 100% original, patent-pending Andro Compound. The most effective, hardcore, groundbreaking, bodybuilding supplements in the world. In the world. Iron Mag Labs. Revolutionizing hardcore supplementation for more than a decade. Visit IronMagLabs.com. IronMagLabs.com. International Iron. I am your host, Jeff Roberts, and I am here with Lee Priest. What's up, Lee? Nothing. We've just been resurrected back from the dead. Here we yes. are. Yes, International Iron, back from the dead. We are back, everyone, not to fret. Uh, we are here, hmm. and uh, I don't know, Lee, it's been a long time. I don't even remember what we talked about or when our last show was, but uh, did you watch the New York Pro? Uh, no, I didn't watch it. Was it live streamed? I just saw. Oh yeah, I mean, so, did you did you uh, did you check it I out? Saw, I guess I should say. Yeah, I saw some photos that popped up, and that that was about about it because Sergio Junior had won and stuff like that. So that's about all. I just seen bits and pieces like that on there. What do you think of Sergio Junior? That whole his physique, but not just that, but his that whole thing with how he's. Sergio Senior's son and stuff. What do you think of that? Uh, I think it's cool. I met him when he was just starting off and stuff like that. He seemed pretty cool. But, you know, sadly, he'll get the comparisons with his father. But, you know, there's only one Sergio type thing. And, you know, his physique is good. It's not up to his father's yet because I saw him doing the myth pose. And, you know, it doesn't quite look like his father in those things. I think his father's arms were a lot better than his at the moment. But, like I said, he's still young. I guess he's still got a bit of growing to do and stuff like that. But, Sadly, being Sergio's son, you're going to get all the comparisons from every pose you do. I think there was a pose of him doing the most muscular, then they put a pose of his father doing the most muscular beside him. So, <laughs> sadly, you're going, like I said, you're going to get whatever you do, you're going to be compared to your father. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, par for the course for a guy like that. He's got to expect that coming in, I guess. But I think, honestly, when I saw him earlier in his career as an amateur, and even when he turned pro, I really didn't think anything of his physique. I was like, nah, he's probably going to be one of those guys who maybe plays his fifth at a pro show or something. He just didn't look that impressive to me. But uh-huh. at the New York, he was actually pretty pretty good. Like I was surprised that like his he's got great skin. He's got he's all he's tight and full, and he he almost looks like a young Phil Heath or something. He's very like he doesn't have those kind of arms. He's got really like he doesn't have uh-huh. peak biceps. But I don't know. I thought he. He impressed me. I was surprised at how, like, how, like, he has, like, quality muscle, you know? He looks, like, clean. Yep. Yeah, so, like I said, as long as he keeps a good head on his shoulders, which he should have and should do well. Yeah, I'm excited to see. He probably won't do the Olympia, or maybe he will. He'll probably do the Arnold next year or something. I'm excited to see if he can take off even more. But, uh, yeah, his dad was... A different animal because it's it's also pretty well documented that his dad didn't really die or anything he, he just like went into the show and smoked everybody he, it's not like he well not that they were in any 
they weren't like shredded like the guys are today, but I don't think Sergio Sr. did any. That's what Sergio Jr. said in the interview. He said his dad didn't diet for shows. He just ate what he ate right into him. He didn't, it wasn't, uh, he didn't need to diet. So his dad was a different kind of freak, but. Yeah, like I said, he didn't. Like I said, his father was never shredded, but his father was cut, cut enough to get by. You could see the, like I said, you could see the main muscle separations, and pretty much that's all you needed back then. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, which is I, I like the guy. I mean, I mean, I like I like the, when the guys are really lean, but when it comes to the glute fucking bullshit, it's 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 just out of control. But the obsession yes. with ripped glutes when it's it's just. <laughs> Oh yes, uh, yes. Lee, glutes aren't ripped. Lee, glutes aren't ripped. Oh fuck off. It's okay, crazy. his his glutes are ripped, but he's got no fucking calves. He's got no arms. He's got no this. So, I guess having ripped ripped glutes trumps everything else. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I, and it's like even more so than ripped abs. I mean, lots of guys will have ripped glutes. It's like Flex Lewis has ripped glutes. And then he's got these, like, washed-out abs. And, and no one says shit about his uh-huh. washed-out abs. They just talk about his ripped glutes. It's like, wait a minute. And, he, and his arms in a double bicep aren't, like, super cut, like, aren't super no. shredded-type things. So. His arms, his chest, none, none of that. His, none of his front, the, his torso from the front, it doesn't look uh, no, that, not, that hard. Not, ma- but. not ma- matching. You think having shredded glutes, because the glutes, you think pretty much a lot of people are last to come in. So you figure... If you got to that point of being that low in body fat that your glutes are ripped, everywhere else should be you should be fucking shredded like fucking anything. So whether that's the drugs they use or stuff they do to carve up or whatever, it's making them hold that film of water other places in the body because, like I said, if your glutes are that fucking ripped, you should be fucking cross-directed everywhere on your body. Yeah, for sure. You would think so. But some people are just – like our boy that we always talk about uh... – Tommy Thorvalstein, who had the, he had the yeah. deep, mm-hmm. deep shredded glutes and the fucking Boston Lloyd Moon face at the same time. I know he, he had the mumps. <laughs> Weird. So yeah. we got a whole bunch of questions, and I might even revisit some of the ones from last show because you guys may have asked questions for the last show, but then the last show never aired because because Jeff fucked up. Yeah, because no, I didn't fuck up. The fucking technology fucked up, which it constantly does um <laughs> at a relentless pace at least it's technology that's around me but it only recorded lee did not record me so i mean everything well, was the same well, every well, like nothing, i literally nothing it, more it, to hear. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 so frustrating because there's nothing that's different i mean it's the same computer the same microphone the same recording system the same everything <laughs> is exactly the same you're on the same shit i'm on the same shit we're both in the same exact spot, and all of a sudden, but, but one of the, but, you know, that randomly I don't record, that doesn't record me when it's been recording us for, what, like two fucking years now? Like, well, that's the, okay. No, no one wants to hear you anymore. That's why. I, I should have posted it and, and just had, just had me, <laughs> guess. just a, a, guess a blank beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Going by, going by Lee's answer, guess the question. Yeah, that would have been fun. So, anyways, we got a swarm of questions, so I'm gonna get into them right away. Oh, you could, or you could have done some major edling where you could have asked some way off the wall question and then put my answer to it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I should have like, I, I should have listened to your answers and then 
tried to think of a good question that that would be a really fucked up answer to. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, when, um, when Matt and I, when we were doing Central Bodybuilding, we had John Romano on. And um, it did that shit again. It didn't record me. So, and it was a, it was a pain to get John and, and him and I, it's three people. So to get everyone together and, and get it all work and everything is, is a pain. So especially a guy as busy as John. So like what, when it didn't record right, I was like, man, I can't fucking get do this again. So what I did was I just went back and dubbed myself in. I was like, <laughs> I had to listen to the, like the question or the topic and re say everything. And then literally plug it in on the it took like hours to edit that down but it ended up you know no one could even tell but it was a <laughs> I, I thought about doing that with our show but then i i sat down to do it and i was looking at it i'm like there's no way i'm dumping a, a whole day into this show. <laughs> lee, lee talks too much shit i gotta put too many pieces in oh man <laughs> it's like it's not it's people don't it, it, there's so much especially on our show there's so much back and forth it's like it's not like it's not like a there's no like structure like okay I'm gonna talk no. for five and a half minutes then you're gonna talk for eight minutes it's not like that it's just uh-huh. we go back and forth so it's not it was not mendable <laughs> it was fucking garbage hey. but uh this guy the first one is a warrior M this is the guy oh. who asked why did you break up with the girl with two kids and you asked uh, him to be more specific, and I'm not sure if he ever was. I think he, he's probably talking about Jade. I don't know. Jade had four kids, not two kids. <laughs> yeah. So, people just separate. People go their separate ways. That's life. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's an interesting question to somebody that I want to know. It's funny <laughs> when people ask that question, like, why did you guys Why did you guys break up? It's like because we weren't meant to be together like what the fuck do you mean mm-hmm. why did we break up like we weren't getting, because we weren't getting on right but, because we were unable to date without like it's not like there like there has no, to be some specific reason oh well, because she didn't want me to do that it's like fuck yeah, like, who well, cares well I, I can i can arrest the short it wasn't due to cheating it wasn't due to anything like that it was just things didn't work out and now it's just going through divorce I, so I didn't know you guys were married. Yeah, yeah, we're married. Fuck. Yeah. Lots of pain in the another, ass. Another one. Fourth marriage down the tree. <laughs> another one bites the dust. I <laughs> think I'd fucking learn by now, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm surprised you were married. Huh. Uh, you sure I'm love. looking for love, Jeff. I'm you writing lover. that book, are you? I'm a lover. I'm just looking for love. One day I'll find the right one. My cat's sitting here looking at me. You love me, don't you, kitty? Yeah. <laughs> As I said, that she turned the head away. Can't. She's like, fuck off. <laughs> We're done. Get out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hear the cat out across the room. <laughs> Is that the black and orange one? Uh, black and white. Black and white. Yep. Okay, let's see. See, I'm, not, see, I'm not racist after all. I got a black cat. No, I see that. With a hint of white, so I guess it's like colored. <laughs> it's um, multiracial cat, uh, kitty. We have a black and white yes. cat as well. Yeah. Pretty common. Hmm. No, this... this is very rare. This one, very rare. <laughs> 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 it's the most annoying thing listening to people talk about their pets or their. 
kids or anything that they have and they uh, kids they act kids like are the worst when they bring out the kids photos or on facebook when people put up baby photos of their kids i just feel like going that's one ugly fucking kid it's like <laughs> no I, I i'm talking about when then parent like every single parent who says man little johnny's really smart it's amazing you should see or like little johnny's mm. this or little billy he's only he's only you know 15 months old and he already knows this and it's like it's amazing how smart it's like shut the fuck up like it's a little human being that's why it seems so smart because it's because it is it's the smartest thing it's the smartest thing there is like fucking everyone thinks their kid is like the special one you know and everyone thinks their cats like people like oh yeah my cat is so cute he'll like get on the bed and stretch all it's like every cat does everything the same fuck off just check your thing there for a second, Jeff. Your voice went funny. God damn I want to make sure. I don't want to make sure. I want to make sure you haven't cut out. It just sort of went robotic for a second. Okay, I'm gonna check. Here we go. We're just gonna keep all this live. How about that? Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, crisis averted. I was not. Uh, it didn't stop recording me, but yeah. Anyways, those people who you know the people. They brag yeah, about their animals people. and kids like as if they're super unique when they're really. I mean, some kids and animals are unique, but come on, everyone. It's just no one wants look, to hear about at, how smart your kid is. Johnny, Johnny's starting to walk. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, this wow. he's he's 15 days before the average. Oh, he's gonna be a Olympic <laughs> athlete. I thought you were about to say, oh, he's 15 years old. He should. <laughs> he should walk. Yeah, look at that. His, uh, uh, I'm not gonna that's go not there. funny, Jeff. He's a retard. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make walk- a really dark joke, him- but I fucking I, I refrained. Him, him walking him walking is something special to our family. Yeah. <laughs> the multiple sclerosis doesn't help, Jeff. <laughs> that's fucked. <clears throat> yeah, that's fucked. Mm. Well, anyways. Speaking of, speaking of fucked, and get off the questions for a second... What do you think of that bombing in Manchester? I don't even know. You, this is the first time hearing of it. How? What do you mean? You, are you serious? The bombing in Manchester. I, when did this happen? A couple of days ago, the suicide bomber that went to the Aranda Grande. You can't be just be the first you've heard. Oh, oh yeah. What happened? What happened? I did hear about that very briefly. Ariana Grande bullshit. Yeah. There was a concert in Manchester, England, and as the people were leaving, some 22-year-old, I he just decided to blow some people up, and 22 people were killed, and whoops, 50-odd injured, and now on the news today, they're saying that eight more have been arrested in it, so it was like a ring of them, and his parents and the family's been arrested too, and he's the guy that, that they said... People have called the police about him a few times about terrorist-type stuff, and nothing was done. He just came back from Libya and still wasn't on a watch list, so, and then he goes and does this, so there you fucking go, huh? Man. <laughs> I, surprisingly, Again, like I didn't hear much about that. that these but... people are on watch lists, and people are watching them, and they, they know who they are, but yet they just walk around and do this type of shit. Yeah. Fuck. It's crazy. And then I mean... the other thing I don't like is they're sad. It's sad when anyone gets killed, but they're on TV showing the young pictures of these young teenage girls who got killed. It's like they targeted teenage kids, and I was like, no, this guy just saw there was a concert on. He wanted a large crowd. He didn't care if it was men, women, children, but they're like, oh, blowing up innocent young children. I said, so what? 
that'd be okay if he went and blew up a fucking retirement home of old people. Yeah, yeah. You it's know, just it's death, just fucking death, bullshit death media. Is, death is death, whether it's a baby, a teenager, a young child, a adult, an elderly person. Death is death. It's sad when anyone gets killed like that who's just enjoying their average day shit. But, you know, playing on the whole, these teenagers, look at them, her mother still looking for her child and blah, 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 innocent. And then I think to myself, are they innocent? Oh, they're innocent because they didn't ask for it. But yet, over here in Australia, we just had an 11-year-old boy hold up a service station with a knife and carjack someone. So I'm thinking, <laughs> if he was at that con... Now, if that 11-year-old boy was at that concert, he got killed, you'd be saying... This 11-year-old innocent. Well, he's not innocent. The guy just carjacked someone and tried to knife him a couple of days ago. I, I, I hope that was a woman he carjacked. Yeah, I think it was. But because, yeah, it goes, man, if, if, a, if you're a grown man and an 11-year-old boy can carjack you just with a knife, man, you, you fucking... I mean, yeah, it's, I know, 11 years old, you're like not even... Like, you would weigh even, like 80 pounds. Even if, you're, even if you're a woman and you're in a service station, like you're running the petrol station... And he comes in to hold you up with a knife and you're behind the counter and an 11 year old boy is like, give us your money with a knife. And you just throw a fucking pack of gum at his head and say, fuck off. I know. I mean. Jesus. But I don't know. What's wrong with yeah, people? But, yeah, but that, that's the latest thing. They so discovered it's this big. They thought it might have been just a lone person, but now it's not. And now we've got the Muslim leaders finally came out two days later and in Australia, we've got the imam from one place and this other Muslim leader arguing because one's saying, these are terrorists, they, this guy got taught this in the mosque, these mosques are preaching hate. And then the other imam's like, they do not, I run the mosque here in Melbourne, this does not go on. He's like, stop lying to the people, says this other Muslim guy. So now you've got these two arguing back and forth like they hate each other. It's like, there's just that whole culture, you're just not going to change it. So it's like, to me... If, they said in Melbourne alone, we have 300-odd on the watch list, terrorist watch list. I'm thinking, fucking deport them. Don't keep them on a watch list. They're only going to be up to no good. It only takes one of them to do some shit like this and kill people. Fucking kick them out of the country, even if they're fucking born here. And they fucking approve it or they go online and they say, uh uh-huh, good, we're glad this happened. If they're showing support to any type of terrorist activity like that and they're on a watch list, Fucking kick them out of your country. Stop. I just get hate this PC political correct bullshit where you can't even say it's Islam or they're Muslim because, oh, no, we don't want to do that. That won't upset people. Call it what it is and get them the fuck out of your country. I feel like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Hasn't hasn't this sort of thing happened always? Have we always uh, called it terrorism? Like, I feel like there's been shootings at schools and bombing and then, like, in shootings and bombs at concerts and shit. Like, hasn't this shit happened forever? Like, well, how come now it's, like, this big terrorist problem? I feel like if you're ever in a massive group of people, there's a chance that there's a cycle there that's going to blow a bunch of people away. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. the... the... I, think, I think it's this... I think with, you know, with the Muslim-type people from that part of the world, it has picked up activity. But did you notice when it started to pick up activity when good old fucking... Bush decided to remove Saddam Hussein. Fuck me dead. All of a sudden, Saddam's gone and up springs fucking ISIS and all these other factions and fucking everything just went to shit then, didn't didn't it? I said, okay, the guy was the fucking tyrant and sort of treated his people bad, but he kept those other idiots like the terrorist-type people under fucking control. Fucking Saddam's probably in a fucking... He's probably in a bunker somewhere listening to International Iron. Yeah, going, that's right, that's right, people. They got rid of me. Ha ha, now you pay. 
Aha, uh-huh, stupid. Hold on, I gotta go to the door. Obama's coming to visit me. <laughs> yeah. Obama's here for tea. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Bush, Mr. Obama. How so they killed... They actually did kill 22 people at this concert, huh? Mm-hmm. That's like their biggest death ever. Yeah. That I, I can remember. Yeah. By mm-hmm. ISIS. I mean, that's like the their thing, uh, the, the personal bath. He didn't, didn't have to go through security. He waited till the crowd was coming out and detonated in the foyer. This is the thing I always said, because I always said after 9-11... I remember leaving Vegas after an Olympia, and I mean, to go through security, the line was out the door of the airport on the footpath, so you probably had easy in these couple of lines, three to 400 people waiting to go through security, and I said to my friend Mark at the time, I said, you know, if you're a terrorist or you want to commit damage or kill people, I said, you don't even need to go into the airport. You can just walk here into the foyer. you got four or 500 people standing close together here waiting to get through to security and just fucking detonate a bomb right here fucking you know it's ridiculous why don't you just put two fucking or or one or two like armed guards on a plane like put some badass guy on there like i don't i don't like Mm -hmm. that that would be first of all that would be way better than i mean it'd be way 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 better than a fucking like, unless somebody's got a bomb strapped to them that they're just going to pull, like, you, you, you're not going to, because you have to go through customs, so oh, yeah. why don't you just... It'll probably, probably work out a lot cheaper, too, than all the security measurements they've been implementing at airports. Hell yeah, pay the guy 20 bucks an hour, pay the guy 20 bucks an hour, it would be way cheaper. Like, what, 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 first of all, they said that the 9-11 plane was, the, the guys had, uh had box cutters like congratulations exactly. to all the grown men on that plane that allowed a couple guys with box cutters to hijack a plane like, yeah, like 50 oh, on that too. 50 like, on you, three you might know i know you might not know what to do but i figured okay if majority of the men got up and rushed them sure you might get a cut here and there but fucking hell you could take them down there wasn't one fucking grown man on that plane that could be a fucking man and stand up and say hey guys we better do mm-hmm. something like are you uh-huh. like they're gonna cut you? Like you're in a plane, you're in a fifty thousand feet above the earth. Like you shouldn't be afraid of being cut by uh-huh. a box. Like cutter. I said, as long as they couldn't get to the cockpit, it would have been okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to. What are they gonna do with box cutters? Like, let's say there was eight, eight even eight uh, able-bodied men who get who who uh-huh. came together. And, and went you like could, you, like, you, you, you picked you, up the coffee jug and hit him with the coffee jug. Yeah, like take 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 a couple scrapes to the arm and choke the guy out. Like who? Like I, I don't know. I just don't think like I. Every time I see like a box cutter, I'm like, really? This is what did it? This is what? And then like, mm-hmm. and then the, I don't know. The whole I'm yeah. trying to picture the situation in my head. Where these guys, like a few guys, hijack a whole plane mm-hmm. full of grown men with like, with, with fucking they, box cutters. Up, it's like I said, if they stood up like in the movies and had fucking machine guns, you might think, oh fuck, well I can't rush him yet because he'll shoot me. But a box cutter, like you said, if he takes a swing and misses, then you grab the cunt. Then somebody else jumps on him with you, and somebody else jumps on him with you. And it's like fucking hell. It's like yeah, it's kind of got... <sighs> who knows? Who knows? Anyways, let's get on with this. Well, the one the one plane that didn't crash in the into the countryside, didn't they stand up and say, let's roll? <laughs> into the countryside? Yeah, you remember the one that in Pennsylvania? The one plane that they said was heading to Washington, but they reckon those people did stand up and attack the terrorists, and they sort of 
attacked them, and the, but then the plane crashed. But they must have already been in the cockpit because the plane still went down in the Pennsylvania countryside. Remember, a couple you, hit the building, one hit the Pentagon, then the other one just went down into the into the paddock somewhere, into the field. I, I feel like if you have a plane, a large plane of people, like somebody. Somebody on that plane would have to be able to figure out how to radio in or, like, do something. Like, even if the pilots were dead, if you have, like, uh, you know, a hundred adults in a group, I, I mean, what are the chances that nobody, like, has any flight experience? I don't know. I just feel like that's mm-hmm. – I mean, but even, even if you have they, friends yeah, that are, I that think, are pilots, I right? Days, yeah, you could actually <clears> – <throat> Some of these planes now, they're so sophisticated and run by computers, you know, if worse comes to worse, they could probably direct you, okay, put it on autopilot, put in this setting, the thing here, put in 0021 and this sort of thing. So half these planes now can basically fly themselves. Right, exactly. I don't know. Next question. There you go. Yeah, well, that was the thing about Manchester. So, And the thing was, I, I did a proper post about it too where... I can't stand because I said, here we go. People actually started abusing me, calling me a cunt and everything, everything else. <laughs> go figure. I put, yeah, go figure. Because I put, well, here we go. Next thing you know, we're going to change all our fucking Facebook status to the Union Jack and the red, blue, and white colors of the flag. And sure enough, they did that. Sure enough, they lit up the buildings, those colors. And then the next day in Syria. Celebrating bus, the terrorists, just celebrating them. No, this wasn't celebrating yet. That, that came later, but... There was a bus of women and children, 68 of them, that was blown up and killed. I said, where are your prayers for them? Where's your prayer post for these people? Where's your changing your colors of your Facebook status for these people in Syria that just got blown up by terrorists? It only seems to be when it's America, Australia, England or France that you fucking get all in there and say, let's pray for them and this sort of stuff. And then today it shows thousands of people in a vigil coming together. And I posted how... Maybe if all your people came together, spoke to one another, loved one another, and actually knew your neighbours, half this shit wouldn't happen. You only come together when there's a big tragedy, and then the next day you don't give a fuck about each other again. So, But then another thought came to mind. Maybe they only fucking light up the buildings when something happens in Australia, France, England, or America, because the government, that's the only coloured lights they got, red, blue, and white. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's, that's, what got. that's the only color scheme they got. We can use these for these countries. Anybody else, if fucking Japan gets blown up, oh, yeah, we can use Japan. We just need a red and a white. We can do them. But anyone else, if they have a green or something else in their flag, not sorry, Clint, we can't, we can't line up our building for you. Can't support you. I know. I'm, nah, I'm, but anyway, I'm, but just going on like, oh, it's like okay, it's sad. But you know, these other countries that have these terrorists that live there. They got women and children getting blown up on a daily basis, and no one says shit about that on Facebook. Yeah, I, I just don't like the idea of putting like attaching the word terrorism to something and having it immediately become like a hundred times more big of a deal than it actually is. Like if 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 it weren't for the the subject of terrorism. N- you and I wouldn't even know about that fucking... Well, no, we would because it was at that stupid... Whatever that skank's name is that... Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Then I post up a thing about her and people got some people got mad. Cause yeah, I, I saw that. Her, yeah, well, about America. She didn't like and she was all for the Muslims and stuff. So, And then some other people started posting up saying, oh, did you hear that 
Ariana, uh, Ariana Grande, she's the bomb. The concert really went off, and they all sat and they're like, is it too soon? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, what a joke start coming out next. So. You hate America. Okay, you fucking retard. You're a millionaire yeah. for basically no reason. You're a millionaire just because of the yeah. way you look, and you hate America. And what, and what happened? The very next day, she was on her private jet back to the safety of America. Yeah. Uh-huh. Living in her secure compound, surrounded by her. That's why I get some of these stars, are like, not sure Angelina Jolie, but all these, some of these people that are so against gun control and hate guns, yet... When you're out in public, you're surrounded by armed guards, you fucking hypocrite. you got armed guards protecting your property where you live in your gated things in Bel Air or Beverly Hills and shit. So these movie stars that say, oh, it's safe, I travel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you travel on a private jet, you got security, you live in a secure compound. I remember after 9-11, President Bush is like, flying is still very safe. I fly all the time. Yeah, on Air Force One, surrounded by fucking F-18 fighters, I'd fly too. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah, F-18s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to be yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't see Bush going on American Airlines, so shut the fuck up, you idiot. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Paulsers. Paulsers. Oh, here's a good one. What, this is a topic we've not gotten into in a while. What's your favorite type of foods you like to eat? My what if you said, all, like, all bodybuilding and bullshit aside, like, if you just had, what, what, what are, like, your favorite foods, like, overall? Uh, mine's pretty much, I like, um, you know, say, steak. I always love steak, especially... Like, if I'm dieting lean steak, of course, but if I'm not dieting, I like, you know, a bit of ribeye that has a bit of fat in it or T-bone that has a bit of fat in it type thing. Mm-hmm. And then pasta. I don't mind pasta and lasagna. I'm not a big um, pizza lover, but, yeah, I'm pretty basic when it comes to steak or prime rib and stuff. Um, I like Chinese food if it's good Chinese, like, you know, sweet and sour pork and honey chicken and... Mongolian beef, I like that. I'm not into spicy type foods at all, so I'm not really into Indians or curries or anything like that. Yeah, I'm pretty. Oh, hamburgers! I love hamburgers and hot dogs. So I like nice. that. I love I love ice cream. Mm-hmm. Sweets. Uh, when it, when it comes to sweets, I like stuff like cake, moist cake and stuff. Chocolate, I'm okay with. I can have a little bit and I'm fine, but. I like sweet stuff more like sweet pastries or anything like cakes and that type of thing or muffins and stuff. Yeah. Do you guys so, yeah, have uh, I... Do you guys have like cheese puffs and cheese curls? Uh, not by that name. We have stuff similar. Like little corn puffs with like cheese powder all over them. Yeah, not yeah, we have things similar. We have like you know the ones I think you have too like you have twisties. The little hard, yeah, like, crunchy ones? Yeah, we have them, and we have things similar like Cheetos or... Um, yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, you know, like the ones you can put on your fingers and look like cheese rings. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. Those. So we have a few things like that. Yeah, th- those are... I didn't know if you guys had those over there, but those are like my... one of my. That's probably my favorite, like, snack food, if I had to pick one. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. Can't beat the cheese puffs and the cheese balls. 
but uh and then you got um i like um like potato chips too you know like salted potato chips i'm not sure if really like the potato chips or it's the salt on the potato chips i like but things like that you have a packet of chips and then if i went to the movies i used to love red vines and chop dip ice creams and then i like well over there they're called whoppers here they're called maltesers you know those malted chocolate oh, yeah. covered malt very balls. good i like them yeah, I like chocolate-covered almonds and chocolate-covered yep. peanuts. Yeah, oh, you get the sugar-coated peanuts. Uh, yeah, I like a vast variety. Yeah, me too. People ask me what my favorite food is, and it's like, man, I don't know what my favorite food is. That's like impossible. That's an, that's like, what was your favorite – what's the favorite hour of your life or something? There's too many to choose. Like, what do you – like, it's just too hard. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> Craig Lyons tattoos. He goes, this is interesting. It's not really a question. Well, kind of. It says, do you ever come to Florida? If so, I would like to donate my services if you're cool with that. <laughs> yes. If I'm ever in Florida, I'll come. He wants to give you a tattoo for free. Yes. If I'm ever in Florida... I will come there and get a Gotta tattoo. Gotta remember this guy. Craig Lyons. It's, oh. it's Ybor City Tattoo. W, or no, capital Y-B-O-R. 1501 East 9th Ave. Oh, that's the city. It must be Bor City or... I don't know how to say that. Bor? Y-B-O-R. How would you say that, Bor? The Y's gotta be silent. B, I guess... Yeah, I'm looking at one that's like a pirate map tattoo on somebody's arm. Pretty fucking cool. I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. It's a date. Did you ever try... This is from Stuart A 95 Did you ever try full body training? And if so, how did you like it? Uh, when I was younger, I did. I used to do the whole body, like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it wasn't bad, but... Now I think to myself, how the fuck would I be able to do that? I've been thinking, shit, I get wood through one body part now, and I'm like, I don't want to go home. Whereas before, I'd do legs, back, chest, shoulders, and arms, and then go home. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I feel like the the older I get, the less I do at the gym at each time. Like My splits used to be four workouts, and I went to five workouts, and I went to six workouts, you know, because I just... That would probably be fine, but the idea of going to the gym and having to train everything is, like, overwhelming. That would suck. <laughs> oh, look. Here's an uncommon question. Will you ever get back on stage? And I guess if the operation went well and I had the muscle come back and I died it down and looked good, yes, I would. Yes. Yes, you would. If. <laughs> A couple ifs, but... Yeah, but as I said, it's hard to say. I got I'd have to see how I looked, and you know, people always ask that question. I keep answering. It's like when on my Instagram page I have that priest prep, and I put up the photo of me saying I do contest prep and stuff, and then I post it. Then a day or two later, I get inbox. Oh, a few of them. Lady, do you prepare people for shows? Do you do this? Do you go look at my walk? There's an email thing. You go, okay. Oh, I found it. I was like, did do you people even fucking look at shit or what? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, oh, it's like. It's like, you know, I, I could put up a thing for Black Skull. Where do I get this? Or how much is this? I was like, 
I put up a black skull. It's got their website. It's got a link to their page. Go have a fucking look. You want me to fucking hold your hand and walk you through Lee. it? Jesus. Lee, a guy, um, <laughs> a guy asked on this post what the radio show was called. I mean, the photo says International Iron Radio in big old letters, you know? Like every single... Are you trying to trick? Are you trying to trick me? Is it called International Iron Radio? Is this a trick? <laughs> like every, but every time we post it, people ask like, "Where is it? I can't find it." It's like there's no way. What do you mean you can't find it? Like even if even if Lee doesn't post that it's at Iron Magazine, like you can't type in International Iron Radio, and I mean it would come up on Google. No, but, uh, no, I need you to type it in. Just send me a link I can click on. Can you? I'll type it. Julio, can you give me any advice for shoulder pain, Dr. Priest? I, I, I added the Dr. Priest part. Yeah, I get asked a lot about, you know, Lee, can you give me advice on this sort of pain or that sort of pain? Well, I can't really because I'm not a doctor. My advice is if you're doing something and it hurts, don't fucking do it. It's like someone comes to me in the gym and goes, Lee, when I lift my shoulder like this, my shoulder really aches. Well, don't lift your shoulder like that, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like Jeff. When I take a hammer and I hit my hand with a hammer, it really hurts. How should I? How would that stop? Well, don't hit your hand with the hammer. Well, thank you for your advice. <laughs> so it's like, if you're doing something that is sore and it does hurt, go get a professional look at it. You know, you could have a pinched nerve, or you could have a strained muscle, you could have a slightly torn muscle. So go get that done. But if it's just like a strain from training. What I've always done is if an exercise hurts and I'm doing, I don't do it. I find something else that doesn't hurt as bad and work around it. But if everything you're doing is hurting that bad, stop doing it. Simple as that. So, like I said, I'm not a doctor to give advice, but it just comes down to common sense. Yeah, this kid looks very young, too. So, I mean, if you have... I got a question, Jeff. I got a question, Jeff. Can you help me out? Go ahead. Help me out. When, 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 Mm -hmm. you're listening, you're listening. When I close my eyes, Jeff, it gets very dark. Oh. What should I do? Well, Lee, I can't see. I can't see TV. It gets really dark when I close my eyes. Can you help me out? <laughs> <laughs> what is your advice here on this question? I'm sure other people out there might have the same question. That when they close their eyes, they can't see stuff. Where they be driving movies? So, what should they do? <laughs> What's your answer to that, please? I don't have a good answer. Uh, keep your keep your eyes open. Oh, See that? Oh, 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 why didn't I think of this? Here I've been walking around in the dark, crashing into shit, wondering what I should do, <laughs> trying to find the remote for the TV, because my eyes are shut. And I figure, why have the TV on if I can't see it? And all I had to do was open my eyes. Oh, you're a fucking goddamn, genius. Goddamn yeah. wise man, you like that? <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, this kid mm-hmm. is super young, it looks like. If you have, like, serious shoulder pain, you're probably doing something really stupid in the gym or stupid outside the gym. Like, this kid looks like he's 19. I mean, if you have bad shoulder pain at 19, you you must be abusing yourself in one way or another. Or you, I mean, old injury. Like, there's like first of all, there's no context here for us to answer the question. Like, I don't know what you're doing. You could be a football player. You could be a – I don't know what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. This last little bit you're talking to me, if you became really crackly, just check it, can crackly. you? Just check it, please. Cracklins. Crackly. 
legendary name in hardcore supplementation. Iron Mag Labs. 100% original, patent-pending Andro Compound. The most effective, hardcore, groundbreaking, bodybuilding supplements in the world. In the world. Iron Mag Labs. Revolutionizing hardcore supplementation for more than a decade. Visit IronMagLabs.com. Iron Mag Labs. Dot com. But, uh, <laughs> all right, here we are. What were we talking about? I don't remember. Um, me opening my eyes because you just gave me some advice. Oh, yeah, on... keep those eyes open, bud. Yeah, yeah, because it was dark and I didn't know what to do. But we were talking about the shoulder pain. You're saying how the kid looks young and that, and if he's like looking, if he's 18 and has that bad shoulder pain already, maybe he needs to evaluate his training because sadly, young kids do try and go too heavy. Or they watch some of the pros out there, I won't mention names, that have bad form and try and lift too heavy. And then the young kids try and emulate that and they end up messing themselves up. So you just got to, you know, be careful. And, you know, if something is sore and it is, like I said, you can always, to me, and you probably know too, Jeff, when you train, you can distinguish between, okay, you got soreness from training the day before or a couple of days before. You can tell there's muscle pain there if you sort of train. It'll go away a bit, might be a little bit stiff. You can tell the difference between that and if you're training and you go to do something, you're like, oh, fuck, shit. You know, you can tell if it's an injury type or a muscle tear pain. So you just got to listen to your body and know the difference. And if it is something major, couldn't be a slight tear, go get it checked out because so many people that have had little tears in a peck or somewhere else, they're like, ah, oh, it's just a little twinge here and there. I'll go bench again. Next thing they go on bench and that little tear just rips like a piece of paper. Now you've got a major peck tear. So. Right. It's always good to get it checked out if you're worried about it and it is, the pain is that severe. Yeah, 100%. Thank you, Dr. Priest. Dr. Priest. I want to get a doctor, a doctorate like um Dr. Ben Weeder. Yeah. I don't think, uh, it's kind of annoying when people say doctor because they have a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I, was sad. I was actually sad yesterday. Jeff, do you want to know why, Jeff? Uh, do I? <clears throat> yeah, you do want to know why. Yep. Because Roger Moore died. Ah, I so heard about one, that. He was one of my favorite. He was one of, <laughs> you heard about Roger Moore dying, but not the big fucking bombing. I heard about Roger Moore dying on uh, one of the on a bodybuilding show. I think it was, uh, I don't remember yeah, which he, one it was. He was like, until Daniel Craig come along, he was my favorite James Bond. So Daniel Craig's good, but I don't know, Roger Moore had a bit of comedy about him and that sort of thing. So, yeah, like, when I was young, before school at 5 a.m. in the morning, still, I used to watch that TV show called The Saint, where he was sort of like a James Bond-type spy on it. It was really good. So He was after yeah. uh, Connery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, I he's, see. He's, done, he's done the most Bond movies there. He's done... He did seven. Because you had Connery that did a few, then you had him, then the other. But then you had one Australian guy... George Lazenby, he did one. He only did one James Bond. I like Pierce Bronson just because that was my generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he did good. Goldeneye and Die Another Day in those fucking films. Oh, and who was who was the other one? You had Pierce Bronson and um, who was the other one? I don't remember. I don't remember. Was there one in between uh, Pierce and um? Yeah, yeah, it was, um, oh, shit. I can picture him at all. He's, he was in a few Did you know, did, <coughs> did you know that, uh, 
What was the, what was the early Bond's name? I just I just lost his name. Um, Sean Connery. Connery. Mm-hmm. Did you know he was a competitive bodybuilder? Yeah, yeah. He Interesting. Did the universe, didn't he? Yeah, he well he did he competed real young. He didn't really look like anything, but yeah, he did do bodybuilding shows as a kid. Uh, Timothy Timothy Dalton. Okay. He was, and then you had George Lazenby. He was the Australian guy. He did um on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and there was David Niven did Casino Royale, and Barry Nelson did Casino Royale. And then, because Casino Royale was the one that was like, was it Casino Royale? No, Daniel Craig was in Casino Royale. Yeah, but that was like the beginning. That was how Bond became Bond, remember? Wasn't it? Order on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, but Casino Royale was pretty much how he didn't even have the 007, remember, when Daniel Craig did it. And that's sort of when he had the girlfriend and she got killed. And that's pretty much what made him Bond. And then the others sort of carried on from there. Yeah, but Casino Royale was the very first Bond movie. Yeah, Timothy Dalton was the other one. Yes. He I thought they couple, just did. They, they must have redone, redid the Casino Royale then. Yeah, yeah, because it was like I'm the thinking of the new very, one. I don't know the old ones as well. Yeah, well, Casino Royale it was the very first James Bond okay, movie. It's like that makes sense. How he became, and then when Daniel Craig became James Bond. His first one was Casino Royale because, it, like I said, if you watch the one Daniel Craig's in, it pretty much shows you how he becomes James Bond, remember? Right, okay. Yes, and got, and got his license to kill and he had that girlfriend and she got killed by the baddies. And then in the second James Bond movie, Daniel Craig did, he sort of went after those guys who killed his girlfriend. Mm. What's your favorite Bond uh, film? Uh, I like all Daniel Craig's, but then I really liked... Um, Sean Connery. I'm not Sean Connery. I liked um, Roger Moore in. I loved him in Moonraker, and I liked For Your Eyes Only. Octopussy was pretty good, and then his last one, I think, it was A View to a Kill with Grace Jones in it, and um, Tim. What's that other guy's name? Christopher Walken was in that one too. And they always had um in James in Roger Moore's. He always had that guy Jaws. Remember with the metal teeth? <laughs> oh yeah. Jaws, the big guy. Yeah, that's where, like I said, when um, Roger Moore had that car in um, The Spy Who Loved Me, the Lotus, that's where I first fell in love with the Lotus car. He had that white one that would go underwater and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the opening scenes, I remember they were always great in his movies. Like the opening scene was some huge stunt sequence all the time with it skiing in the Alps and going off cliffs. Yeah. Yeah. It always started in action, which I liked. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it went, it, it went to the yeah. fucking creepy music after. Yeah, doom, doom. And then he turns to that thing and goes, Pow! They've yep. all got their own little stance on how they shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Mr. Bond. All right. A Warrior M again wants to know... This is interesting. I'm a huge Smallville fan. I'm wonder, uh. Uh, in one of your videos, I saw you wearing a Smallville jacket. It was awesome. Yeah. Where did you get it? I actually got that from John, my friend John Snyder, who played the father on Smallville. Oh, there he you got go. that for me. Yeah, he gave it to me. He got it from Warner Brothers, and then for my birthday, I got still got it in the thing hanging out there. I got this beautiful um, black leather jacket with the Superman emblem and all that embroidered into it. That he also got me from the Smallville thing. Yes, but the Smallville um, sort of football-looking jersey. That they you'd yeah. see him wearing like the 
town. Yeah, he got me that from from Smallville itself. Nice. There you go. Can't beat nice. that. No. This isn't. I don't really know. It's kind of an interesting question. He's talking about he's watching the Blonde Myth. You said that. Apparently in the Blonde Myth, you said that you like the freaky cartoon you look on bodybuilders. Uh, uh-huh. And then he's asking, do you think it will eventually go beyond that and people will chase an even more freakier looking physique? No, you can't You can't go beyond the freakier cartoon looking thing because when you think of a freaky cartoon, it was like maybe people said that about me, Paul Dillette. You know, freaky cartoon is the shoulders, the tiny waist, the big arms, the big legs, the calves where – you know, you look like a cartoon, or you look like one of those action figures. Flex Wheeler. Yes, has... Flex Wheeler looked like yeah. a cartoon, yeah. like uh, or uh, or uh, mm-hmm. an action figure, big time. Exactly. So you got people like that, and yes, uh, we'll go beyond, and it has gone beyond it, but it's gone beyond it to the point of the bloated stomachs and looking fucking shit. It hasn't gone beyond it where okay, you got these cartoon-looking action figures where they're like now they're looking like super cartoon, like fucking. Optimus Prime in his last fucking movie looked like a bodybuilder transformer with his tiny waist and his fucking arms and legs and shit. But no, but no, it's gone beyond it. But it's gone beyond it in a bad negative way, I think. So, like I said, you can't really, as far as flexing, you see some of these guys delete. You know, you can't improve on perfection when it comes to freakiness, cartoonishness. And sadly, you're going to get so far, but now they've all been distorted. But now they all look like fucking SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know, I think uh, the the idea of looking like a cartoon or looking like an action figure, so a cartoon and an action figure, right, they can make those look any way they want. They're not real. So you can make the proportions any way you want. You have full discretion on making the body look as perfect or as crazy as you want it to. Okay, none of them have big waists. Like you would never see. Like take a take a top pros right now. Take Ruley. No no action figure would ever look like Ruley, and no cartoon like because they would never make his waist that large. They would never give uh-huh. him like a gut ever. It would never happen. So like why? I don't understand why the the template the judging isn't like for that cartoon action figure look. Why why does it the, the 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 size of the waist like even if even if your waist is small compared to your shoulders if you still have a big waist you have a big waist I, that that's like not i don't know I, I i just don't understand how a guy like with a i guess d could ever lose to a guy who doesn't have that it doesn't it, that that that's uh-huh. that's bothersome to me. Like as of late, how these guys are like going from looking like an action here, like an action figure, fucking perfect, to uh, three years later they're like blown out of control and they don't look like <laughs> someone someone left their action figure sitting in front of the fireplace. And yeah, the melted. midsection's all melted out. <laughs> it's like what the hell? Like you don't. Yeah. That I don't know. Like I said on the other show, I was like, if you have a if you have a large waist. You don't look like you can't have a big old waist and a great physique to me. It just doesn't. It's it's counterintuitive. A large waist is the it's the you know antithesis of being out of shape and shit. So like, how can you sport that on stage uh-huh. and do well? I just 
I hate that. I, I don't, I mean, I used to, it used to not bother me as much, but I don't know, like maybe because as I get older or whatever, it bothers me more and more that like these, if you look at Lee Haney and these guys, even not even Lee Haney though, Flex Wheeler, Sean Ray, yourself, Cormier, uh, Lavrone, there's no, there's no bloated waist or even, even Nasser when he was good, had a tight waist, a smaller waist than almost anyone on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at 97, I think you, Dor, Dorian, Dorian's last Olympia in 97, when NASA got second, I think NASA should have won. Yeah, I mean, one. from the front, it wasn't even a good show. I mean, he killed him from the front. Killed him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just... You just go back and you watch video clips of, like... That clip of you guys posing at the 98 Olympia where you got Flex and Ronnie and Nasser, and then you come out with Cormier and, and Sean Ray, and all you guys have tight waist. You're all rock hard. You all look like action figures and cartoon characters. Now guys come out and you're like, ugh, what the fuck is that? Or like, how come that guy has a giant lump here? How come that? I mean, with the exception of Ernie Taylor, whose triceps were, you know, poking each guy on either side of him. But they're, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, it, it's upsetting to see videos like that and what the physiques did look like. And then now with the guys now who are just way blown out it's just not it's just not right i hope it i hope somehow it turns around yep as i said it's just gotten ridiculous anyways uh the same kid again a warrior do you watch any of the current superhero shows on tv right now no no i'm waiting for um the punisher to start up on netflix soon but I started watching a bit of Supergirl when it came on and lost interest, but now season two has Superman in. I could maybe start watching that. I watched Daredevil was the last one, but that's when the Punisher came into that. That was pretty good. And then uh, when the Flash first came out, I started watching it, but then lost interest. The same with Arrow. I watched a bit of that and then lost interest. Uh, no, not really into the TV ones that much. So, no. And then I started watching that DC Legends of Tomorrow one. Then there was that Marvel one too, but then I just no, not really into those, into the TV shows that much. I, I sometimes on YouTube I put on the TV I watch some of the old reruns of the Six Million Dollar Man or Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. They were more exciting than the newer shows. So I'm actually looking forward to Wonder Woman coming out in June. Tomorrow I'm gonna might go see Pirates of the Caribbean. John Wick two was very good. Aliens was a good movie, the new Alien movie. Mm-hmm. You see so, the new King mm-hmm. Kong movie? Yep. Yeah. I gotta see it. See I it? haven't seen it yet, but I want to for sure. There's a good um website, right? If you go to on your phone and you can play your phone or computer, if you can play it through your TV, right? This website is called One Two Three Movies, right? Yeah. So if you type in one, two, three movies, it'll come up. It'll say gomovies.to. That's the one you got to click on because there's a couple that come up of um, like uh, one, two, three movie websites. But the one that says gomovies.to, you just go on there and where it says login, if you hit that, then you've got to set up an account. And all you got to do is put in your email and password. But all the movies on there are free. It's got Alien on there. And then it's got it's got HD copies. It's got um, standard definition. And the newest ones sometimes they come out in cam copies where someone's illegally cammed right. it. 
But they've got like they got they got um the high definition copy of King Kong and all that on that website, and you can watch them all for free. Huh. Good plug. Oh, good plug. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be. I'll, I'll be have to look. Now. You're plugging in there, Luke. I'll have to look. Hmm. But I do want to see that one. Yeah, one, two, three, one, two, three movies. Yeah, King Kong's on there. A lot of good ones are on there. So, but another new movie coming out that looks pretty good too, King Arthur. Yep. The new King Arthur movie looks yep. pretty good. I think that sometimes older yeah, movies sure. are better because they're more realistic. Because the the new movies are so they're so optimized CGI. that it's so fake looking. Mm. Like everyone, like the men have these perfect hairdos and perfect makeup jobs and shit, and all the. Oh, all the clothing watching, is like the clothing is pristine. Like every single piece of, of furniture is brand new. It's like it doesn't look real. It looks like a fucking set. Like every scene, every movie well, looks like that, a set. I was watching that movie. Um, what did I watch that movie the other day again? The one about where they go out to rescue the people on the oil tank and it broke in half. The true story. One yeah. There. And in that one, in that one, they're going out in the boat. And this boat's being tossed around. It's going through waves. The water's splashing over it. And the guy's hair is still perfect. And the other guy beside him, the, the boat there on rolls over and rolls back upright. He's still got his beanie on. And it's, <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, it's yeah. Like, even though his hair is wet, it's still parted to the side. You're thinking, if you're in the ocean and the waves are smashing onto your boat and they're hitting you, and you're still fucking And then, like I said, they'll be soaking wet. And then in the next scene, oh, he's dry now. Clothes are dry. Yeah, but oh, what's his name comes out next week? I think on the eighth, the Mummy, the new Tom Cruise movie. Now that looks good. That sounds good. I haven't seen that one though. Oh, look at the preview. It's really good. And um, on the scene in it where they're in the plane, the plane's crashing, and they're all floating around. It. They did thirty-one takes to get all the scenes right because they used that plane. You know, the plane that does zero gravity, where they take it up and then they drop yep. it down, and they use it for um, um astronauts to yep. training. Yeah, so they're float, floating around and crashing around inside this zero-gravity plane. 31 takes, they did uh, do different stuff. But, yeah, some of the stunts in that look incredible. But also, here's the good kicker for this one. He made it because he liked the old Mummy movies, and he liked the old Wolfman movies and stuff. And in it, Russell Crowe, there's some good fight scene with Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe. But in this, guess who Russell Crowe is in it? His name is Dr. Jekyll. Oh, so the next movie is going to be like a sort of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and then it showed you a picture of Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, Johnny Depp, and um, in Pirates of the Caribbean, you'd know him if you saw him. He was the guy in um, that movie with Tommy Lee Jones, something about greater men or men do, or remember that was the weird one? The, so he's like an Italian actor. Uh, country, country, country of lesser men or country yeah. of... Whatever, it's like a weird yeah. movie where that actor he, he um I showed a picture of those guys together because well, his um, Tom Cruise has the rights now, so Doctor Jekyll is Russell Crowe, Johnny Depp. They're making a movie. He's going to be the Invisible Man, and this um, other actor, the Italian type actor, he's um signed on to be Doctor Frankenstein. Doctor, no. so there's going to be a whole there's going to be a whole heap of those old type horror movies being made with Tom Cruise. Good, I like it. Mm. Some of those remakes are great. Yeah, well, yeah. What I said, if you haven't seen King Kong, you'll like that because it's got some really good effects, and the other some of the other creatures in it are pretty cool. It's like wasn't what you were expecting, and then that actor, what's his name, 
Riley C. Scott or C. Scott Riley, the one from Step Brothers. Yep. He's sort of he's sort of a bit of a comic relief funny in it too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dale was he was he was Dale in Step Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That, that must be good. They made a. I saw a preview. They made a kind of Step Brothers too. They have to be getting ready to come out soon. So. Oh God. I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's possible to live up to the first one, but that'll be a good one. Don't touch my drums. Don't touch my Don't drums. touch it! Dad! Dad! No. <laughs> that, that actor who plays the father, I forget his name. He was ridiculous the father, wasn't he? Like, oh, Jesus, they're kids. Yeah. Yeah, that movie was... Uh, that's one of my favorite comedies, for sure. Just, yeah. to, just, uh, just hilarious. Funny, that's for sure. Uh, but like I think when I like him, sometimes I he, I can take him. Sometimes what's his name? Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah, he, sometimes he's good. I, I really like him in Step Brothers, and I did like him a lot in with the same guy when those two were in Talladega Nights. Yep. Was... Ricky Bobby, <laughs> shake and bake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Oh my god! I'm screwing you. I'm screwing your wife. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. The one thing about Will Ferrell, well, first mm-hmm. of all, he's the same guy in every movie. No matter what he does, he's the same guy. Um, mm-hmm. Like Anchorman. All, he's, he's the same guy in every – same with Steve Carell's the same guy in every movie. Ben Stiller's the same guy in every movie. But um, the thing with a lot of those movies, Step Brothers and Talladega Nights included, they're too fucking long. Like how many times have mm-hmm. you watched Talladega Nights or Step Brothers and, and – and, shut it off 45 minutes before it's over because it's like, man, I'm sick of... They're like two and a half hours long. They're way too long, in my opinion. Well, all right. I don't shut off to the end. I still watch it to the end, but what I do is I just sometimes speed search through to the good bits. Okay, this bit here, I don't need to see that, but I speed up to the next bit type thing. And I watched a funny movie the other day with um, James Franco in that movie called Why Him? Okay. Where the girl's going to marry him and he's some sort of big millionaire thing. And who's the guy from... Um, those TV shows he played the father in it Cranston was it was it Cranston guy no, you're asking the wrong uh, guy one of those actors from the TV shows yeah but it's a pretty funny movie called Why Him and the father doesn't want him to get married because he's like out there type millionaire playboy type and thing but he loves his daughter and he's got this servant that helps him and it sort of reminds you of the old Pink Panther Cato type things when He'd always jump out and try and fight the Pink Panther when he walks into a room. He's hiding somewhere. That's no, pretty, pretty funny. Fuck for sure. It's funny. <laughs> All right, back to these questions. Still got a lot to get through. Uh, let's see. Alpian, Alpine, Alpian, zero. What's your favorite music for workouts? Um, I don't really, I said, I'm so used to training at World Gym, I didn't have any music there, there's no music at all, and when I was at home, training at home in California for the contest, I'd put on my music, I'd listen to Celine Dion, Barbara Streisand, Barry Manilow, Elvis, El Devo, that sort of four guy sort of opera type group. So pretty much very mellow, laid-back love songs because I'm not into this, i got to get angry, got to get head-banging music to get all fucking worked up. I can try and do anything, and I actually find inspirational songs, Jeff, more inspiring for me to train to. I don't care if it's slow, but doing a heavy set of squats to Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All really fucking does it for me, okay? Yeah, I could... Uh... 
Uh, okay, I, I can't relate to that, but I've seen. <laughs> no, but that's the type of that's the type of music I listen to. Is that because people will be doing car different times? They're like, what are you listening to? Occasionally, I listen to the Rocky Four soundtrack, but generally, it have something like that on. What are you listening to, Lisa? So here you go, and they put it in their ears. They're like. What the fuck is that shit? Yeah, but I've seen videos <laughs> yeah, like, of you training and listening to, like, opera and shit. Yeah, I like, you know, um, I'd be training away listening to My Way, you know, by Frank Sinatra or Elvis yep. or stuff like that. And, yeah. But, yep, that's the type of music I listen to. Aren't you surprised, people? <laughs> Diana Ross. Good stuff. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay, Power Sups Cleveland. What are your thoughts on the new men's physique division with Arash and Sadiq? And do you think it's a step in the right direction with the way bodybuilding is going? I got in trouble for making a comment about Sadiq. I put suck a dick instead. Sadiq. <laughs> suck a dick. Yes. Yeah, suck a dick. Oh, that's not nice. Oh, disrespect. Ah, oh, shut up. Get a, get a sense of humor, some of you people, for uh, fuck's sake. Disrespectful. Um, Who the it. fuck is he? It. It's like, I hate it due to the fact, to me, yeah, bodybuilding, bodybuilding. To me, I understand, yes, I understand promoters get a ton of people doing that in bikini and they make lots of money. But to me, it still just looks like a male model contest you see at the local nightclub or the girls look like the Hawaiian Tropic type contest. It's like, and fuck me, because my nephew did it, so I did watch a bit of it when a, a couple of shows I saw him do in Australia here. And these guys, really, man, where are your fucking balls? These are worse than the women. Like a girl going to a pose and flick a hand out to the side, these guys doing the fucking hand roll with the fingers going round and round and round and flicking the wrist out. They do it like three or four times with the hand going lady, lady, lady out to the side. It's like, it's fucking embarrassing. It, you fucking it really men, is. You look like. You look like fucking fairies up there, and then they do what the girls do. The ones that are standing back at the stage, they're, like, twisting sideways, putting their hand out, putting their leg out, turning around, like, look at me, look at me. Bodybuilders, we just have to stand there till we get caught out. They're in the background going, if I keep moving, hitting poses, I'm going to get the judge's attention. You look like a faggot, and that's nothing against faggots, but and then when they come out and they put their leg out to the side and then goes arm out and the hand goes round and round and round and round oh Please. in the position it's like fuck me dude yeah, my new my new uh favorite lee priest quote you look like a faggot nothing against faggots <laughs> <laughs> exactly because i honestly think faggots are more men than yeah i mean at least these guys these these guys are tearing up putting oil on shaving their legs and stuff like that faggots they might suck dick okay who cares but faggots if you're at a taker faggots take a big cock up their ass i don't know about you jeff but have you ever been to the doctor and had like a fucking where they check your prostate look they put a finger up my ass and i'm like oh ow fuck so i'm thinking fuck any guy that can take a fucking big cock up their ass that's a fucking man that's what i say so you can't call him a faggot because if they can take a dick up there they're, they're fucking more of a man than i am um yeah, sure, I guess. That's one way to spin it. <laughs> yeah, well, you go, you go and buy a do it, eh, Jeff, and you pull up your ass and come back and tell me you're I a I should man. do it on the air, live. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, live, here we one, go. One, two. <laughs> but as, you, as you're easing down onto it, make sure you're flicking your wrist yeah. down to the side, round and round. <laughs> uh, nah, you're I just, right. Like I said, I respect any guy that trains. It's like, listen, if you want to go to the gym and train and be healthy, 
get your nice physique happening for the beach or your little concert you're going to, that's fine. But it doesn't mean you should be on stage competing looking like that, okay, in your board shorts and stuff. That's the beach. That's like a male model contest. So to me, it just looks stupid. And then the thing that makes it look worse is those stupid poses they have them do with the twist, the turn, and then they twist. Oh, no, I'll twist back this way. And then the hand. Like I said, they do they do more fancy fucking pretty movements than the girls do. So that's just ridiculous. I can understand the girls did that, but the men are more feminine than the women. Yeah, they are. I mean, in the way they shake their arms, they like jiggle them around and shit. It's so fun. So what yeah, are you doing? Like, Stop. Like, you look like a clown in the circus <laughs> with your board shorts on. Are you trying to shake some water off your fingers or something? That's what it looks like. They got out of the shower and there's no towel there. Yeah, then they got that fake smile. And and then sometimes down here they have the one where it's, um, they come out like that, but then they come out dressed in like some sort of costume. Do you have that one? No. Oh, yeah. So then it's like they have props. So you'll have someone come out in like blue shorts which will resemble a policeman then he'll have a police hat on the baton and come out like that that's his outfit then another one will come out in his red shorts and a whistle around his neck carrying one of those red lifeguard things because he's from Baywatch it's like they have these stupid another guy will come out and he'll have on a gridiron helmet and like pants made to look like football pants carrying a football i guess he's a football player jeff i just wanted to stop it's fucking embarrassing that sounds awful <laughs> i'm glad i'm not a part of that oh oh it's fucking terrible Yuck. i mean and then another guy will come out he'll come out with his pants on knee pads on carrying a skateboard because i guess his theme is he's uh, a skateboarder enough like, enough oh, new oh. topic i'm gonna have to find i'm gonna find the video of this and send it to you just so you can see it it's like Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, it's embarrassing. And they get there up there smiling away and loving it. I'm thinking, oh, where have the real men gone? Like even like in the movies, some days I remember the fucking dirty Harry Clint Eastwood and Charles Bronson, and all these men were fucking men. And then all of a sudden it changed, and along come fucking Edward from Twilight and. These are the people they're looking up to going, oh, he's a great actor and this and that. Is it Edward or is it the other guy, the fucking vampire or the werewolf kid and that sort of shit? I'm thinking, where's the real manly actors gone these days? It's like, fuck. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> it's true. I mean, they had like Charles Bronson. They had Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood. They had fucking the Duke. What's his name from the old Western movies? Oh, he's on, they mentioned him on the radio today, I can't remember now. But yeah, but people like that, but now the actors and that are just fucking sissified. Yep. <laughs> like, we've still got, I guess we've still got Clive Owen, he's not bad, and we've got the guy from 300, Gerard Butler, he's sort of still manly, and Jason Statham, but the rest of them, what the hell has happened? I don't know. There's no more It's everything though, tough, it's not just in the thing, movies, but... it's everywhere. Yeah, but it's like, I love Tom Cruise, too, but don't get me wrong, he got some good action movies, but, you know, when you'd see Dirty Harry, like, go ahead and make my day, or Charles Bronson with the gun in Death Wish, you're like, this guy's fucking angry, he's going to fuck you up. When I was watching Mission Impossible for the first time, and Tom Cruise is like, you don't want to see me when I'm angry, it's like, oh, bitch, slap, fuck Yeah, off. yeah, <laughs> like, little fella. Like, if you can do it, it's like, who are you going to hurt? But someone like Clint Eastwood fucking stand there with a fucking revolver. 
go ahead, make my day, or you got to ask yourself, did I shoot five shots or six? Well, what is it, Huck? <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I miss that shit too. Yeah. All right, we got Up North Muscle. Uh, he always has good questions for us. Lee, what is your favorite Australian fast food chain? Uh, well, we have Kentucky, so it's not really Australian. We have McDonald's. I love them. But we have one here. It's like that. I think I mentioned it before. It's called Henny Penny. It's like a fried chicken Oof. place. It's pretty good. But I don't think Australia really has any fast food chains that you don't really have over there because, you know, we just they infiltrate the world. We have probably takeaway food shops that sell, you know, like chips and hamburgers and stuff like that that are owned by mum and pop type things and they're really good so but they're not a chain they're just like you know somebody has a hamburger shop and stuff like that could be called joe's hamburgers or barry's hamburgers or fucking whatever so but they're not chains but no we don't really have our own sort of chain that you wouldn't have over there yeah. type thing we don't even have our oh yeah we do one or two we have but you just have outback steakhouse we don't even have that here. <laughs> we went there the other night that's a con that's a that's a con yeah did you have, what did you have, kookaburra wings or the jumbo shrimp, the coconut shrimp? I was going to text you and ask you what kookaburra was, but I didn't. That's a bird. Did you um have the Sydney Sinful Sunday? No. I got the fattest steak they oh. could. I think they're like chuck steak with mushrooms, extra mushrooms, and, and, you and have, cheese broccoli. What about the bloomin', the bloomin nah, onion? Did you have the bloomin' onion? Oh, fucking hell, Jim. Why are you bother going for? Stay home and have steak. Let's see. <laughs> I want to go out for dinner. I'll take you out for dinner, honey. Let's go for dinner. What do you want? What do you, can I get your order, sir? I'll have chicken breast and vegetables, please. That's not what I did. Out. I had broccoli and cheese, and I had a, the, the, fat, the fattest oh. cut of steak you could fucking possibly get with extra mushrooms. How much, how much, how much cheese did you spread None. Off? Come on. No. <laughs> uh, what, he also, this guy also wants to know what you think about Rich Piana. I don't know. I've been asked that before. To me, he seems okay. I can't judge. But from what I've seen, he seems okay and up front. But I, I've never met him, so I don't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a clown. I just think... Yeah, like I said, you can't, like I said, I've only seen videos where, like I said, okay, you might say something here and there, but then, like I said, he can talk about people and stuff, but we all do that. But, yeah, until I actually meet someone and chat to them and see how they are towards me, then you can get, yeah, you can learn a lot talking to people and their vibe and stuff like that. So I actually have to meet someone face-to-face. You know, it's not like a Boston Lord where you can just go, the guy's a fucking tool straight off the bat. Yeah, I just so. think about it like this, so... <laughs> Bodybuilders used to find their way into bodybuilding through, like, Rocky movies, Rambo movies, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, shit like that. And now they get into bodybuilding through Boston Lloyd and Rich Piana. So, I mean, what is that? what does that mm-hmm. future look like? I mean, it's not the, that's not a hard math equation. Like, all these little kids asking about, what Rich Piana, Rich Piana, what do you think of Rich Piana? Like, back in the day, it was Arnold, Arnold, what do you think of Arnold or this and that or Rambo, you know? Like these, like you said, fucking manly men. Now it's like these anti-hero fucking. God damn it! Don't don't follow the rules. Fuck you! Like cheat on your wife. And it was like too, yeah. It was also like too. It was people like you'd follow or you know look up to because they were 
bodybuilders. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas now you get the Boston Lloyds and people like that who might have done one show here or there, never really accomplished anything. All they've accomplished is being on YouTube and having fans like that. And all of a sudden, they got this major following and t- giving people all this information. But yet, in the real bodybuilding world, like as in competitive professional bodybuilders, they've fucking done nothing. It's like back in the day, you looked up to Lee Haney, like you said, Rich Gaspari, or like you said, the Rocky movie, someone that's actually where you want to be like and emulate. But now, how many people are out there who just have these internet websites or YouTube channels, thousands of followers, and they're just giving them shit information on how to take gear and this sort of stuff, or training all fucked up, and this is what you do, it's fucking train this way, and young kids are like, oh, yeah, he's so cool. And then there was those twin guys well, who are those two twin brothers and they were famous and because someone said oh Lee they bring into something twins do a strong like, just like two yeah those type of people I'm like what the fuck what the fuck are these people yeah it's crazy I mean, I don't know. it's crazy it's it's i don't know <clears throat> i don't know i don't know what i what i make of it but i don't think that rich piana seems like a cool guy but as far as him having like a million young followers. I, I don't see how that, how anyone could argue that that's a good thing for anybody. Uh, them trying to be like him, like, you know, he, he's just the epitome of everything that people think is wrong with bodybuilding. And he's like disrespectful. And I don't know. He's just foul. But anyways, um, cool. Cody goers. What do you think is more important while on stage, conditioning or posing slash stage presence? Yeah, I need a bit of both, really. Posing routines, no. Excuse me, Really pay attention. But, of course, you've got to know how to hit your poses properly, double biceps and stuff, because if you can't hit the poses and hold them and someone besides you can, you're going to look like a buffoon trying to... You know, so you see some guys trying to do poses and you're just like, mate, you're not doing it properly or you're just twisting the wrong way. So, yes, you got to practice your posing, but also, too, you've got to be in condition. So all the above is like saying, what about tanning and oil and what about what do you think is more important, the training or the dieting? If you want to compete, you got to fucking do it all. Right, yeah. It's kind of a one of those questions, which is more important. It's not really a... <clears throat> It's like, what come first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lee, where the fuck do I... Here we go. Where the fuck do I find a link to tune into this show? Hmm. Well, I can't, I can't really <laughs> tell you. I can't really answer the question. If I answer the question, he won't be listening because he can't find yeah. the show. <laughs> Not a good place to answer. No. Uh, we'll have to make up. I'm going to have to um, maybe, you know how we've done that muscle, you know that one I keep posting up for the show? Maybe if we can make a new one and have like the name of the radio show, but maybe on the bottom, can we somehow put the actual link, not the link they can click on, but actual to what they got to type in. That might help them. Maybe then you can, they can see, here it is here. This is what you got to tune into. Yeah, something. <clears throat> Maybe like a new, a new meme with our picture, but then we'll just put it on there. So here, here, this is what you. I just don't like if I if I was, was unsure, like I would Google Lee Priest International Iron, and it would definitely come up in two seconds. 
I don't understand people like I'll just put the put the like, word put the word Lee Priest and radio. You together, you. This guy wrote a thing like the the amount of time it took you to write. Where the fuck do I find a link to tune into this show? In that same amount of time on the same exact device, you could have typed in Lee Priest International Iron on Google and would have popped up in your face. You know, like I'm not trying to be like mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like it's just. It, or even like say say you put in the words because pretty much Google's pretty good now. Fuck, I look at one thing on Google and next thing I'm bombarded by it on my Facebook page. So it's like if you just put in maybe Lee Priest podcast radio, it'll probably link it together and you'd find it eventually. So right, exactly. Anyways, if you put in fucking Lee Priest penis men, it might take you to that gay site. I don't know. I don't mean that. No, don't worry about that one. Let's see. Oh my god, dude. Where do I listen to this show? Another one. Fucking Christ. <laughs> ask, ask, ask that guy who just asked. They could all get together and ask each other. Uh, nice. <laughs> what do you think of the time when Jason Genova was on the show? Uh, it was good. We couldn't get a word in, but it was good. We, um... We very much enjoyed it. I don't really know why people like that so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought it was okay, but I think, I think I every think, other I guest we've was, had I has think, been better than Jason. Yeah, I think the thing with Jason was it was funny in the aspect of the way he was just talking about, you know, yeah, man, when I trained, I was so fucking huge and ripped, and it's like, and we've all seen him, so we're thinking, okay, it's not quite how we see it, and then the whole. Order 66 come up and he got into the Star Wars and he was going to put an Order 66 on someone and then, yeah, but man, when I'm training now, remember, I just get so huge in the pump and the conditioning. I was like a rock. Da, da, da. So, yeah. A rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, a rock. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was pretty funny. You know. Are we going to have him on again? Probably not. We'll see. Hmm. Maybe if you type in International Iron on Google, it really doesn't come up. Because there's, like, every other fucking question is, what, like, what, what's the name of the show? What, what, what's the name of the show? Like, how did you even find this post and you don't know the name of the show? It says, it says, it, on the post, it says the name of the show. It's weird. Uh, I'm going to go, look, I'm going to do, a, I'm going to Google right now. Google. International. That'd help you put an A instead of an S, my fat thumb. Now I get the Z. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Hold on, I'll get there in a minute. In, Inter. Oh. Yeah, I got fat thumbs. I hit the S again. International. Iron. Iron, Lee, not iron. Yeah, here is what comes up. I've just got International Iron. First thing that comes up, International Iron Man, underneath it, International Iron Radio. I'm going to click on that one because the third one is International Iron Ore Crisis, and I don't think that's what I'm looking for right now. International Iron Radio. International Iron Radio, Episode 1, Iron Mag, Bodybuilding, Blog, Iron Man. Radio Shows, International Mag, Bodybuilding, Blog, Iron Man, Episode 31. Greg Valentino and Lee Priest on International Iron. So, yes, if you just put in International Iron, 
Google will give you the options straight away, and it's a second option that pops up of international. Or you can go on iTunes episode. and you can search it on iTunes, and it'll come up. Or you can go on IronMagazine.com. Yeah. <clears throat> Hmm. Iron Radio podcast library of free audio. Look at that. Yes. Sports. You're a fucking Iron Radio genius, Lee. FM. You found International it. International Iron. Oh my <laughs> god. All right. Related searches. International Iron. So there you go. Uh, I only had to put in. I only had to put in International Iron, and then it, Google told me what I was looking for that? after that point. S.T.E. Harrison gets fit. What do you think of Aaron Lambeau as a trainer, bodybuilder, trainer slash bodybuilder slash friend? Uh, total fucking nut job. Yeah, I wouldn't listen nut to job. him. <laughs> no, no, Aaron's cool. Yeah, Aaron's cool. Good Did trainer. I see a post of him Good getting whatever. arrested the other day? Yeah, it's probably an older one. He's been arrested a few times. See videos up there. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Got a good gym. Good mate. So yes, yes. The thing of Aaron's like me, you tell it like it is. He's straight to the point. There's no bullshit going on. And I think he, he's got a good fan following because of that. Of course, he looks up to me because he got his face tattooed like me, and he wants to be me. But there's only one me. But you know, I can't be everywhere. So it's good that I have these like sort of clones of myself that I can spread out throughout the world to carry on the message. It's funny that people said that you copied Mike Tyson when you actually didn't, but people do copy your tattoo that people thought you copied. I know. Interesting. Because like I said before, I, I, I wanted a face tattoo before Mike Tyson had his, but then when Tyson got his, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to do it now. As soon as I get it, people are going to be like, oh, you're copying Mike Tyson. So I waited a few years, and then what happened? Oh, you're copying Mike Tyson. So <laughs> I just... Fuck them. And it's like, ah, oh, forget it. Yeah, but I said, mine looks nothing like Mike Tyson's, for fuck's sake. Right, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's a face tattoo, but it does, uh, the tattoo itself is not ooh. the same. So that, does that mean everyone thinks it's a shoulder tattoo? Oh, my God, you're copying Shaquille O'Neal, because Shaquille O'Neal's got a tattoo on his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, are you copying this person, because he's got a tattoo on his leg, and so do a couple of million people around the world. Which one are you copying? It's like, oh, get Good point. Fucked. Maybe I'm copying. I'm copying the fucking elephant man because his face was all fucked up. Sure was like him. Uh, <laughs> I am not. I am not an animal. <laughs> uh, yes, you are, sir. Songi six seventy one. What's your favorite color? Oh, this is very deep, mm-hmm. isn't it? Uh, let me close my eyes and think. Oh, it's black. Everything's going black. No. I like black, red, and like a royal blue. Nice. I like it. How's that? None, none, none of those really colors would make my top three. See, I don't really have a favorite color. I like, yeah, probably like the blue, black and red and a nice royal blue. Or, you know, like almost the Superman colors of your suit. But, yeah, just, yeah. But I, I appreciate colors in anything. I appreciate the colors in a sunset. A sunrise. I appreciate the dull greys and the lightning strikes in storm clouds, Jeff. I appreciate the green in flowers and leaves and the browning of the autumn so they fall to the oh, ground. Okay. okay. 
His favorite color is. I wasn't asked the question. Is uh black. What's your favorite colors, Jeff? Um, pink. Hot pink. My favorite color is. Uh, white actually. Turquoise. White. Uh, yellow and green. Oh, they're weird. Green I like because green can come in all different colors. But is white is white like black? Is that really a? I color? don't know. I just black like if, isn't really a color. Is I it? have a white car. If if I if I need something and is it, it pearl white? Is it off white? Is it ivory It's white? fucking or white. White. I like white white. Like not cream <laughs> white. Because if you anything that comes in multiple colors, I always want the white one. Like if I could have a if I was buying a. I don't know, whatever. If I was buying a laptop and there was blue, green, white, black, and orange, I would get the white one for sure. Yeah, well, well that's because of your upbringing. This goes back to your fucking racist heritage. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up, but you nailed the, it. If, yeah, your, your T-shirt that says, if it ain't white, it ain't right. right. So, Lee, you know, come on. you, you, you got to expose me on the air here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's coming out, clearly. You're saying it's got to be white. I could have the choice of a... Indian friend, a black friend, a, a, this type of friend, but I'm going to pick the white friend because everything I pick, I pick True. white. <laughs> I got the... Am I am I reading am I reading into that too much? See, you were talking about cars. I just sort of elaborated on friends as well. I got the people. I got the blinders <laughs> on when it comes to colors. It's white only. <laughs> I could get the iPhone. What color case do you want? White. Oh, you have a white. Well, no, I have a green one now. See, I don't really. The only reason I, I don't mind white, but the only reason I don't like white is in cars and stuff because shows a lot yep. do. I hate white clothes like a t-shirt at the gym because sure enough you put the dumbbells on, your fucking shirt gets dirty. So you don't wear white undies because then you're going to see your fucking shit stains more if you have fucking skid marks. So white just isn't a good color. Sometimes. True, that's a good point. Um, hmm. I don't really wear. I don't black, wear. I, I, I have wear no. Underwear. I have no fashion sense or care of any kind in my body. So I don't, I don't, if you, if you ask me what's my favorite color to wear, I have no fucking idea. I just wear clothes. I don't know what, I don't wear colors for reasons. I just, I, I think I wear mostly like blues, I guess, but I, I don't, I don't know. Like I fucking don't. So yeah, the, 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 the color thing kind of goes out the window when it comes to my clothes. Like I don't really have favorite colored clothes. Like I don't wear, I, I don't, I wear any color. It doesn't, I don't really, I don't really think about it. Cool. All right, this guy C CG Fit. Hi Lee, hope you're keeping well. Have you seen Generation Iron Two yet? No, I haven't, but I have read a few reviews from my mates in England who have seen it. People have seen it. It's going to be hard to believe, Jeff. I hope you're sitting down. A few of them only got 20 minutes into it. Some of them watched the whole thing, and they said it's utter shit. And it is worse than the first. Oh, one. I know. I pre- I'm, 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 I think I'm psychic because I predicted wah, this. I wah, the wah. first one. Was sh- I always said the first one was shit. I even had Vlad do that Skype interview with me saying, "Lee, I heard you don't like my my movie." I said, "No, it's shit because you promote as being the next pumping iron." But this one, everyone that I've seen that has put up a post that saw it at Body Power where it got released in England and stuff like that. Everyone said it's the worst money they've spent. It's two hours of their life they've wasted, the ones that watched it. And some of them goes, man, I couldn't even get past the first 20 fucking minutes. I turned it off. Man. So I'm going to have to see it just so I can give it a proper I mean, review and not be too harsh listen, on it. Listen, listen, if you put Rich Piana in the in the uh, 
trailer of a movie, I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, I don't care. I don't care right, if everyone says it's it good. I fucked so that I shit. I'm not giving that a view. It's it, it's out. It's out for me. I'm, I'm not doing it. It's like if it's like if Hillary Clinton or fucking <laughs> Oprah was in a movie. And nope, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So you didn't watch the color purple. Mm-mm. I hate the color purple. I gotta watch it just for the fact. I gotta watch it just so I can see. Right about. I watched Oprah in a movie the other day. Come to think of it, because I watched that movie, The True Story of the Butler. Remember that guy yes. who was the butler for all those years, and Oprah was in that. I, don't, I wouldn't mind if Oprah was in a movie. I'm saying Oprah like playing herself. Like Rich Piana is himself in this movie. Oh no, no! I don't want to watch Oprah playing with herself either. That would just come be on. Sick, yes, you Jeff. do. That would be. You love heavy black women. I know you do. <laughs> uh. Yeah. yeah. No, so I, I will watch it just so I can give an honest review because I did say it would be shit and it looks like it is shit. But I'm gonna have to watch it just so I can be more specific. Do it. On the shitness. On the shitness. <laughs> you can uh, you can let us all in on the on the scoop next show yes drew marquis who was your favorite nascar driver i think you've answered this before but jeff gordon Gordon. well i did like dale earnhardt till he got killed in the accident but then that jeff gordon always liked him because a lot of people hated him and he wasn't from like the south carolina he was from california area so he was sort of like a lot of people who were true nascar fans hated him because they're like oh he's not from our neck of the woods type thing but no, I thought I like Jeff. Yeah, he Gordon. wasn't redneck enough for him. He didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> he had all his teeth. I liked, I liked Kyle Petty when I was a kid, but I don't even know why he wasn't. Oh yeah. Because I liked the yeah. mellow yellow car. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but there's a few. There's a lot of good drivers out there. Tony Stewart was good, but Tony Stewart would always speak his mind and sometimes get pissed at people and try and have a fight with them and crap like that and. Rusty Wallace, but yeah, but Dale. I mean, um, Jeff Gordon was my favorite, but even Dale Hernard Jr. He was good. So yeah, just like I said, they're all they're all good drivers. I like them all, but probably Jeff Gordon would have been number one. But I like all the others because even when I went to a few of the races and I went down into the pit area, and they're like, ah, oh, a couple of the, I'm there to talk to the drivers. They're like, oh, you're Lee Priest. You got the Superman tattoo. So I was getting invited to order like NASCAR drivers trailers. I hear some food there, Lee, you want it? Sure. So I'm eating all their fucking food and going around. <laughs> Come sit up on our pit water races on, sit on our pit box. So I'll be sitting on the pit box of one of the drivers and then Harley oh, come down here. So I go down to another driver's pit box and sit there. So yeah, I had a good time I used to go to the races because I knew um Jeff Hammond, he's the guy that used to um like compare on the T V for the races. So he would always get me like I had like a pass, a press pass so I could go in and you know, go into the um, pity area and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Nice. Back in the yeah, day. That's awesome. I think I, I think I've seen photos from that, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. There was a video taken once I was walking through a pity area and there's like a camera following me and people are staring at me as I'm walking through the yep. crowd. Uh, this guy, Owen Gilliland. Gilliland? Uh, how does a young bodybuilder like myself determine if they would be a better, better as a classic physique competitor or open bodybuilding? Um, who what was his name again? Gilligan. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, it was Gilligan. He's still stuck on the island, so I don't think you should be worried about bodybuilding, but 
And so what was he asking me that my choices on bodybuilding and no, he, he's saying how does he determine whether he should be a classic uh, physique or an open bodybuilder? Oh, really? Really? You got to ask that <laughs> seriously. Look in the mirror. You'll know, won't you? It's like you know what classic physique looks like, and you know what a real bodybuilder looks like. So, <laughs> when I say real bodybuilder, I'm talking, you know, because hard to say too. What are we comparing here? Little amateur shows, bigger shows, national level shows? Because open classes, well, to me, like I've said before, classic physique is what bodybuilding should have been and always was. But now, of course, guys are getting bigger midsections and getting bigger everywhere else. They've got to have a classic physique type thing, but. Yeah, like I said, if you look at yourself in the mirror, you're going to know, okay, I've got a tiny waist, I've got nice shoulders, I'm proportional all over, then you could be a classic physique. If you feel like, okay, I look a bit freakier, maybe you should do the open classes. So you got to know yourself just what looking do you, in the mirror. Yeah. What, like, what do you want? Do you want to be, like, if you're, let's say the kid is 5'10", do you want to be 260 with shredded or do you want to be 204 shredded? You know what I'm, like, what... What look do you want? Uh-huh. It's gonna like not that you're not that you're gonna be able to get to two sixty, but if the kid's a freak, then you know he could get huge. But so it's kind of like what you want, and I, I feel like it's kind of an interesting to to choose one or the other. It's like, well, wouldn't you just want one or the other and go for it? And if it doesn't work, try the other one. I don't know. <clears throat> exactly, like I said, you should know yourself. So you're gonna you're gonna know. So this guy Shadow zero one zero one. He asked the question about the goddamn mm-hmm. fucking Mary Poppins uh, crosswalk thing. Yeah. Well, the one, the one in Melbourne. Yeah, time, I was looking at it before you got on the because I was scrolling through our messages because I was bored waiting for you and I, <laughs> I was looking at that. Uh-huh. That was funny. <laughs> but he asked a question last time for the show that never aired, um, and. It was another PC question, so I wanted to revisit it quick. Uh, probably end with this one. Uh-huh. He, You'll remember this. We talked about it for a few minutes last week, or last month, whenever that was. Hey, Jeff and Lee, I've got another PC-related question that will hopefully get you guys fired up. What do you think of Cadbury allegedly removing the word Easter from their chocolate eggs to avoid offending anyone who doesn't celebrate Easter? Uh, yes, I remember that one. It's fucking mm-hmm. ridiculous because, like I've said before, if you come to a Christian country, whether it be Australia, the United States, and that, and say you're of Muslim faith, you're of Jewish faith, or whatever, and you don't celebrate Easter, nobody else should have to change their way of life just for a small minority. If you don't celebrate it, Easter, don't buy something that says Easter eggs because I know here in Australia we put halal tax on stuff for the Muslims. And money goes towards this, God knows where, it's like a secretive fund that goes to terrorists probably. But And they said, we're going to take this off the Easter eggs, the word Easter, for the, for the Muslims. But it's like, Muslims don't celebrate Easter anyway, so why would they be buying fucking chocolate Easter eggs? So why have we got to change right. it? And then same with, same with Christmas stuff and stuff like that. So it's like, like I said, I don't care when some place has Rosh Hashanah or whatever it is, where they fast or the other places like, have Kwanzaa in America, that black holiday, or they have the Jewish with Hanukkah and all this sort of stuff, or where they like the menorahs. I said, if people want to celebrate their different types of beliefs and holidays, I don't right. care. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. So why is it that all of a sudden white Christian people or 
people who are of any faith that are just white in a country are made to feel guilty and have to change our way of life where you can't say Merry Christmas, you can't have this, or now you can't have Easter. In, in schools here in Australia, we have the Easter hat parade where kids would do up their hats on, like, you know, like Easter, or, or these funny Easter hats and have a parade and get prizes, you know, put rabbits on their hats or eggs or just make these fun hats. A lot of schools ban that, then they just called, called it a festival hat. So then they can make a festival hat with just decorations on it. So to me, I don't get that. Why do you want to come to a country and try and change shit? Because that is what turns people against you. Now we have, going into other stuff here in Australia, swimming pools in parts of Sydney where they have a sort of a big Muslim population have days now, like say on Wednesday between 12 and 2 o'clock, only Muslim women can go swimming in this public pool in their burqas and covered up because they don't want people looking at them. And then another day where if there are other people at the pool, they've got an indoor pool, public pool, mind you, paid for by the council without taxes. They put this huge curtain around the whole pool so no one can see the Muslim women swimming in the pool. I'm like, And you wonder why people dislike you because you're meant to come to our country and assimilate, you know, fit in, you know, everyone get along well. But you're segregating yourself. It's like that's like fucking segregation. Of course. Imagine like if you don't, we, like if you don't, why right? the fuck huh. are you here if you don't want to be like, if you don't want to take your fucking clothes off and get in the pool, then you don't. Ha no one, no one's forcing you to get in the goddamn pool. No one's forcing you to not. Like, what is? Why would we cater to you? Like that doesn't. It's it's it's, they it's like they don't, they don't take their clothes off anyway. They swim in the pool. They're swimming right. in a full type right. cover up, you know, like bodysuit burka type thing. So no one's looking at them anyway. Your men go there and stare at these strange women in their little bikinis and shit. But I just don't get it. When they're making these different things, it's like here in Australia, petrol stations, public um, offices and um, banks and that. You can't wear an open face helmet or a motorbike helmet into the bank. Or if you go to a petrol station, they won't turn the petrol pump on for you until you remove the helmet. But yet people in full-face burkas can go into banks and all this stuff. It's like, listen, there's one set of rules. If you want to wear your burka down the street and that's fine in public, I don't care. But if I've got a helmet on, a motorbike helmet, and I have to remove my helmet to go to a petrol station, a bank or whatever, a government office, you have to remove your burqa. That is our law. That is our fucking rules. You can't have a set of rules for us and a set of rules for you because this is what's making people fucking argue. What if I make a fucking religion that, that says uh, part of the religion is you have to carry around an assault rifle all the time? What the fuck are you going to do then? You're going to uh -huh. change the laws so that I can walk into the bank with an assault rifle on my hip with no fucking permit because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a religion that's like, fuck you. Like... We got well. We got things. We got things going through the court now that people are mad about because the judges are letting them out because we got um, these imams, the Muslim people over here. They're marrying grown men off to fourteen-year-old girls because in their religion they can do it. So now they're actually cracking down on it. And some of these people have got three or four child brides and shit. And then one of them now has been charged for rape because he slept with her and she's under fourteen years old. But they're like, well, but in our religion we can do that. exactly. Like, are you fucking like, nuts? It doesn't. The laws in a country are not based on – I mean some of them may be loosely or in the past based on religion, but religion doesn't govern what you can and cannot do. That's your own personal bullshit. Yeah. Listen, if you are a, a, a stout Christian, you don't go into a strip club because that sort of shit is against your religion. So if you – and like the Easter egg thing, fucking – 
Listen, it's an Easter egg, whether or not it says Easter on it. So if you're you, so it's like if you are you're you're part of a religion that doesn't support NASCAR. It, so you you fucking you want them the cars to not say NASCAR on them, and then you're okay. It, it, they're still NASCARs. They're still racing. You st- like. What do you fucking... First of all, you don't celebrate Easter anyway, so you're not even going to fucking buy the goddamn things. And they're still Easter eggs. They will be referred to as Easter eggs. Like, if you sell a little shiny fucking blue egg or blue and pink or whatever, that is an Easter egg. It doesn't matter if it says it or not. What What do you... What is the... What, what is the... The existence of letters on the egg change for you... That you feel the need that that's offensive, but just the fact that it isn't like like it's 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 complete fucking nonsense. Like it's complete well, we nonsense. Had, um, we got this guy on t- we got this guy on TV. He's uh, on this TV show, like a news program at night. He's like Muslim and stuff, and we have this like I said halal tax where they put this halal tax on stuff, and that means you know the food, the chocolate, it's on a lot of our peanut butter and stuff. When you pay for it, a small percentage goes to the Muslim fund, and a lot of the Americans go on to terrorists because the guy that runs the halal good. certification, this halal certification in Australia, he says, I don't have to tell you where the money's going. He's making millions and millions of dollars every year. He's like, I don't need to explain where the money goes. But yet this one guy who's a Muslim says, well, you know, it's good for shipping food overseas because – more Muslim countries will buy it if it's halal certified. That just means the food's been prayed over and shit like this. And this was I was like, yeah, we have to eat that. But then this debate came up about the chocolate eggs because our one one of our politicians was trying to it was to saying don't buy cabbage, don't buy this, buy lint because lint's not halal certified. So this lint chocolate this Muslim guy had on TV and goes, oh, so look, it's a bunny, chocolate bunny, and he unwrapped it and ate it, which goes to prove Muslims can eat food that's not halal. And that, so it doesn't need to have this fucking tax on that we're being ripped off. People say, well, then why does it matter? It's like, well, I should have a choice. You know, there's kosher food out there. The Jewish people are putting the kosher tax on all this stuff. If they want to buy the kosher food, they buy it. So why now? Coles is one of our big supermarket chains here, and all the meat there is halal certified, halal meat, as where you know they kill it a certain way and pray over it while they're killing it. It's like. Well, I shouldn't be forced to buy that. Okay, it might taste the same, but why am I being forced to buy a meat that is halal when I don't want to? It's like, it's just ridiculous. I know, it's funny how you can have, it's not funny, it's fucking, it's, it's, I don't have the words to describe the irrational stupidity that all this is. Um, It's, but it's like, you are inconveniencing and segregating against the normal people who live there, I guess the, the white people that live, whatever you want to call them to create like equality. Like what, like how come it's okay to inconvenience and force things upon the people who are already there, but the people who are coming in and trying to ingratiate themselves into the, into the society, they get all these special things while the people like what, how come it's okay? How come it's better if you, if you, it, like, not that you're inconveniencing anyone. That's like, that's that's a, a fucking stretch. None of this stuff has any real substance to it. It's all fucking complete nonsense. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, how come? 
Like, yeah, how come uh-huh. you have to buy their stupid ass fucking prey meat? And but they 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 can say don't put Easter on the food or don't put you know like uh-huh. when they're when they're only like a three percent of the population, we've got the small minority dictating to us. Then you've got the stupid politicians who are want to be all PC and don't offend. We've got to do as they say. And like I said, even this fucking Mother's Day here, a lot of schools didn't celebrate Mother's Day or have it where kids make Mother's Day gifts now because, you know, some families don't have mothers. Some have two fathers. Some It's like, it's still fucking Mother's Day. Who cares? If they don't have a mother, they can make a gift for their parent. Or they didn't have the Mother's Day stores at schools where kids could take money to school and buy a gift for their mother. Some of the things got rid of that because... It's just not PC anymore. It's like, oh, fuck me. Listen, our society, uh, humanity is doomed. We're getting very close to the end of our run. We're going to be fucking extinct. We're going to kill ourselves because we're fucking retarded. People are not intelligent enough to to survive long, that long. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is what happens. People... Great grand societies like fucking Rome and Egypt, they they crumble because people are fucking stupid. Humans are stupid. And then they start up again. They turn into America and everything. They fucking crumble. They start up again. It's cyclical. We find there, there there's human artifacts from millions of years ago. Using that, like I was just saying that I was just saying that today at the gym. I said because we're talking about the religion and stuff. Come on, I said, look, there is a god. He's looking down there, shaking his head, going, "That's it. That's it. I've had enough." Here comes another big flood because I'm wiping you cunts out because you're all fucking retarded. I'm going to clean the world off and fucking start again. I said, we're meant to be the smartest species on earth. I said, fucking animals are smart enough. Animals can coexist. If they're hungry, they might kill each other for food. Yes, but animals get along than fucking humans do. It's like humans, like I said, are just getting more fucking retarded day by day. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, it is. I mean, this sort of thing is not... You can't have a sustainable society when you you're trying to eliminate winners and losers and you're trying like how do you think like the fact that there's people there are adults like functioning adults that go to work every day who believe it's beneficial to not let people win or to not let little kids learn about winning and losing that's they think that's a beneficial thing like you I I don't have any wor- like how could you what <laughs> you believe that you really believe that gonna, you believe that eliminating it's all it's gonna dent their it's gonna yeah dent their psyche if we have winners and losers the ones that don't win or place they're gonna be mentally fucked up so when they grow up they're gonna have problems later on in life like if you smack your child that's abuse and he's gonna grow up and be really really bad look at fucking society now first of all stuff you've implemented that, 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 that's that's that's, that's, that's that's not even true, first of all. Second of all, okay, one in a – some of the kids might – like who gets fucking men, mental turmoil over losing a kickball game? Like don't be stupid. Like you – like so instead of maybe making a couple kids upset, you're going to settle for uh, kids that don't have any drive, any will to win, any will to be great, any will to be better than anyone else. You just want this society of fucking stupid ass lazy kids that don't give a shit about anything and have no comp. No, they're not competitive. They have no drive. They have no nothing. So that that one in a hundred that might get a, like might cry or like it's like it's just we are too stupid to 
continue. We're, we're like this because uh, I can't can't mark can't mark in red pen at schools either because red pen is an angry yeah. color. So teachers cannot use red pen to mark children's you know school cards and this sort of shit like that. It's like. I tell you, everything's just going fucking retarded. And the funny like, thing is, at so the same fucking, time... It's so fucking dumb. you got to, you got to laugh sometimes when you hear it because that can't be fucking true. They're not really going to bring that in, are they? They can't really do that because that is just so fucked up and fucking retarded. But sure enough, they're doing it. And I'm like, oh, like you said, we're doomed. Definitely fucking 100% <laughs> fucking doomed. If you think otherwise, you, you just you can't see the forest through the trees. Like, the... The kids, it's funny because they're doing this PC shit with the kids trying to keep them safe. However, you have, like, alcohol is as celebrated as it's it's ever been. Like, adultery and unprotected sex and just fucking everything you see and robbery and all this shit is on the, it's on the up and up. It's, like, cool these fucking retards like Rich Piana are the are the heroes and and Kanye West and all these rejects are like the people who are we can't but, we can't we can't show boobies on TV but fucking young kids are fucking sexting fucking cock pics back and forth and everything kids have access to porno when they're seven full on hardcore Ooh. porn like how but but oh Jesus Christ make sure J- J- Jimmy doesn't lose the kickball game at, at at recess like how fucking stupid are you oh someone someone called me a name at school that's bullying bullying I'm being bullied oh fucking yeah well. Uh... Yeah, b- b- bullying occ- occurs everywhere all the time and every fucking every every if there are aliens out there, th- there's bullying. Uh, y- there's bullying in the animal kingdom. There's it's like it's part of life. You can't But the thing is, you can't even bully like in a joking way these days. Remember before you could like have like slagging matches, even like teams in Australia, sledging matches like if you go out and play a team from England or that you'd say stuff, you know, back and forth to while them up and get them going just in fun. Yeah, like you're having a gold them. But now that's been banned, and you can get fined now for sledging other people and saying stuff to them. I'm like, oh, fuck me dead. They're grown men. They're professional cricket players or football players, and they can't even say, oh, you're a pussy, you suck, or you're, you kick like your mother. Oh, no, no, we can't have that now because there's microphones on the field, and it could pick all that shit up and blah, blah, blah. We've got athletes now, a couple of cricket players got fined because they got microphones on the cricket field so they can pick up shit. And some of the guys are like, oh, fuck, and they swear, they're getting in trouble. It's like, don't put microphones on the cricket field. And then in between half-time in the rugby matches, they take cameras and microphones into the locker room. It's like, you're following these guys around. They can't even be themselves. They can't, like, talk how guys would in the locker room. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, that was a fucking shitty first half. We better pick up our fucking game. Oh, no, we can't do that because this is going live on TV. You can't talk like that. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is crazy how... You have these, these, this like, you have real life, and everyone knows what real life is like and how people really talk, and then you have like PC life, like the way people talk around strangers, the way things look on TV, like what you were just saying, like there's a certain way that locker rooms sound at halftime of sporting events, and anyone who's been on a sporting team has been in locker rooms like that they know how that goes right so but then you see it on tv and it's completely different and fake and everything and it's like it's like Uh there's two different there's two different worlds there's like the fake pc world 
that everyone pretends to be a part of, and then the real world where you say fucking pussy and cunt all the time. Yeah, well, where this woman reporter here, she's a woman reporter. She interviews some of the rugby players and stuff, and she actually went up to um and cricket players, and she was um she did a locker room interview once where she goes into the men's locker room and chats to them while they just got out the shower with their towels on. But this one time, um, the South African, oh no, West Indies captain, he went to she went to interview him. It was outside the locker room now, and he's like, "Oh, you're a very beautiful lady. Would you like to go for coffee later?" He was just joking around like that. He goes, "Oh, because you went to interview him." And then, my God, it was on the, he got fined, it was on the news, how sexist and rude and this and that. He just smiled and goes, you're a very, very attractive lady, how about we go for coffee later? And he just smiled. And she smiled back, she didn't think much of it, And but yet the media ripped him a new arsehole. He's sexist, talking to her like that and blah, blah, blah. I and he probably, he probably, <laughs> I bet she banged the shit out of her that night too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but yet, oh my God, the media going on. This is so. Sexist. So how, but here it's like even we have that show, The Voice, here, right? Yeah, yeah, the the TV show, The Voice, where they sing and they turn their chairs around. It's like they have some guy singing here. Could be a good-looking guy with a guitar. The judges turn around. One of um the girls from Destiny's Child and the Australian girl singing. They're like, oh my God, you're so hot. You drive the women crazy. And then they walk up and they hug him. And go, oh, give me a hug. Oh, you'll have the women this. I'm thinking, if a male judge turned around, looked at the female, and goes, "Oh, baby, you're so sexy. You'll have the men going crazy. Like you'd be the fucking uh-huh. worst man in the world. That'd be sexist. You're a pig. You're misogynist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't blah blah blah. But yet, but women can say all this shit to men on TV and nothing said about it. But as soon as a man gives a compliment, that's what they could be doing. Could be saying, "Oh, you're a very attractive woman." Why would he say that for? Would he like, I thought, oh, okay, then you're a fucking mole. Right. That, you <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. Like, you were telling the story about the about the guy being interviewed, and he said we should go out for a drink or whatever, a coffee. Like, if that were a, if that were a male reporter and a female athlete, and the female athlete was like, hey, you're cute, we should go out, you know, like joking around, no one would have anything oh, it'd to... It would just be a laugh. It would be a laugh. They'd no, be like, it, would, it, wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't even be a fucking... There wouldn't even be a a, a replay of it. it. Nobody would give a shit about that. But and, and no no fucking feminist would care either. But you're preaching equality. So how, how does that work? How, how are you? You're okay with the fact that a woman can jokingly hit on a man on national TV and it's no big deal. But if a man does it to a woman, no. he's fucking he, he's no. acted like. We like, have we have it here where those firefighters come on TV and do their calendars to raise money for firefighting and all this sort of That's stuff. That's your favorite, huh? The women reporters go goo-goo and like, oh, let me just feel that and touch the chest. And like, oh, you should have no problem getting a woman and all this sort of stuff. And how do the ladies react to you and this and that? And they're like, oh, and they're standing there fanning themselves with their newspaper where they read the scripts off. Oh, my God, it's so hot in here lately. Oh, I said, if a man carried on like that with some sexy ladies in the studio, you'd be fucking fired. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Equality. There, there's there's Donald, your equality. Donald Trump Donald Trump says grab a pussy 10 years ago joking around and the fucking world goes into fucking chaos turmoil. I, you know, anyone, like, <laughs> if you care that he said that, I mean, you should drown yourself in the <laughs> toilet after your next dump because, like, every guy ever has said things like that. All of them. Your dad, oh, no. your dad, what, what your local pastor, your fucking grandma's out. pastor, your grandfather, every fucking man oh, you know no, of Jeff, has said no, something like he that said, he said it, he said it was just bad locker room talk and then you had to which everyone does oh everybody 
there's a couple of sporting stars come out. There was a footballer, there was a basketball player. They go, no, we do not talk like that. Of course in not. The room. I'm like, you fucking lying. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Lee. There's that fake world, the fake people, where, where people act like they're surprised that a man who's like, what is he, 50 at the time, 50, said something about grabbing pussy. That's not surprising. Every fucking man has said something like that. Every single, every man, all fucking three billion of them have said something like that. It's not surprising. But you, in this fake world where the, the athletes say that the, the, we never say anything like that. Like every, every fucking grown man in the world knows he's lying, but it's like this fake world. And then you have the real world over here on the other side that people are in, but they don't, it's like this, it's like the matrix. Like people are so <clears throat> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you a photo right now. Cause you've got to see this because we have, um, speaking of a fucked world, we have a hardware store here called Bunnings. It's like Home Depot, those type right. places. Those where you can just go buy hardware mm-hmm. stuff. And every weekend they have like a sausage sizzle where like a local charity will set up a thing where you can buy sausage and onion, get like sausage and onion sandwiches Ooh. and stuff. But lately they've been trying to stop it and lately they've been having like protests because, guess why? I sent you the photo. This is what they want to change it to. <laughs> oh Jesus! I don't even want to see this. I'm already, fr- I'm already frazzled. Have a look. That's what they want to change it to. Let me this. Oh, here we go. There it is. Still waiting for it. Where'd you send it? My phone or the on Skype? My phone. On the phone. Oh, I gotta turn my data on to get it. Here we go. Thought you were sending it on Skype. There we go. Let's see here. I could have done Skype. I wasn't thinking. Oh boy. Yes. So this is the latest like protesting, and it's been on the news for the last two days. This is a big fucking story. This makes the news over here on the news the last two nights, and they're actually considering doing it. Yeah, like this, this, I mean, I don't know. They want to get rid of real sausages, people. Not that can't have meat sausages because they want it to be vegan. Want vegan sausages? Listen, sold listen, who, 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 I want to ask this, this <laughs> fucking faggot. Who, you, you know, you know, you go to vegan shops. Are, are there, are there meat eaters? Who have a brain and can realize that we're supposed to eat meat? Are there meat eaters outside there, like picketing and like you? You just like you. It, it's vegans. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on vegans. Like this fucking dogma bullshit that they call a diet. Vegans. Veganism is like is like Scientology. It's the same fucking thing. It's like irrational idiocy driven by dogma and like lies. That you try to make into something else, like a dose of healthy diet. Like, you're a fucking retard. Yeah, let's eliminate every single living creature, animal, on or all inse- all that. It's all bad for you. It's proof. Like, okay. Yeah, you know every single snake and reptile and bird and creature and bug. You think, you, you know that all of those are bad for your health. Like, you're a fucking moron. You need your head examined if you believe oh. that. You are stupid. You don't, you can't think. Like... You don't need science. You don't need books. You don't need a doctor. 
common basic logic will tell you that being a vegan is fucking stupid. Like, it's not hard to to get that, to divulge that information. Like, remember the video you made after Vegan Gains made the video about you and you're, like, dispelling everything he says on the phone? And you're just mm-hmm. using, like, he's trying to, well, he thinks he's scientific when he he's, he, he has no idea what he's talking about. The kid can barely talk correctly. What's that? What's what's happened to him lately? Like, Hopefully, he got hit by a boss. I don't know. Maybe he's not vegan anymore because <laughs> he started losing his fucking memory. Yeah, all the vegans listening, the, all all zero of them. You keep on your vegan diet, okay, as tightly as you can. Keep doing it and telling everyone you feel great when you don't. Eventually, you listen. Li- heed my words. You're gonna start losing your fucking memory. You're gonna. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to remember shit because you're gonna lack essential fatty acids that only come from animals. And you're not going to be able to... You wait. Just fucking wait. And then you're going to eat a bowl of fucking eggs, and all of a sudden your memory is going to come back. You re- you'll you remember me uh-huh. saying... I say this to every vegan. Just stick to it, and it'll prove itself to you. You'll be in denial for a while. You'll be like, oh, what's my address? Oh, that type of shit. That will happen because your fucking body's going to shut down because you're eliminating the most important food group there is, which is fucking meat. Fuck. Yeah. Way to go, Lee. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you went and lit me up. Well, that, we had a, we had a very good discussion there, all stemming from Cadbury's ex. <laughs> yeah, fucking vegans, dude. The, the one thing that's funny is there's only one guy in that photo. Like you got, you can't. Like it's not a protest when it's like one little douchebag. Like, how is that a? Hmm. Then he posted on Facebook. Oh yeah, look at me. He's got a shitty little, a shitty little four hundred dollar car with a license plate that says vegan. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder where this is in. It says Americans fight back after Muslim police force start taking over town. Hmm. All right, let's wrap this up. We've been on the phone for fucking. It's in a quiet. It's in a quiet suburb in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Stop with the terror stories. Minnesota reports confirms that the presence of Muslim Muslims posing as police force wearing uniforms. The Cedar Riverside neighborhood has become ground zero of radical extremists where American citizens are being accosted on the streets. Uh, yeah, like you said, the human race is we're fucked. Dead. We are totally fucked. Totally. We just it's, it's we are we are unsalvageable at this point. We're done. Toast. <laughs> The 40 days and 40 nights of floods are yep. on their way. Yeah, you, y'all better hope there's not a god because if there's there if there is, he's about to he's about to take us out at any moment. The shit he's seeing, you know, fucking uh-huh. Jesus himself would come down and be like, "Why aren't the kids winning and losing? You guys are retarded." Zap, zap, dead. <laughs> like Jesus himself would tell don't, you that's a retarded don't, move. Don't, don't don't zap me! Don't zap me! I I pray to you all the time. I give my whole Half my wages to you. You can't. Zap you're racist. Me. You're prejudiced. You. I'm a vegan. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are back. Thanks for listening to the show. Oh, I'm gonna wrap this up. Check out IronMagLabs.com. Use coupon code. What is it, Lee? Jeff fifteen. Jeff fifteen for fifteen percent off your price. Yes. Very good. Uh, and <laughs> this is this airs for everyone. Where can I listen to this radio God, show? Damn, what's the name of the show? 
this is this so, radio show called Two Guys Talking Shit so, <laughs> Two Guys Talking Shit? I want to know, like, if they ask what the show's name is, what do they think International Iron is? Like, do you just think I don't know where is the disconnect? I'm missing something. Like, maybe maybe uh, people have Instagram that doesn't show pictures. I thought International Iron. I thought International Iron was a a metal company that sells metals to China. International. Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought you had a steel sponsor. <laughs> Christ. Okay, guys. So. Uh, you need to go and lay down, Jeff. You're blood pressure. I guess I do. I had to work today, so I, I was at work all day. Then I get to get on here with uh, Lee and. You got the you got the idiots at work, and you get uh, on some of the questions. You oh. want a real rant? Oh my Fucking god. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, check out the sites. Follow Lee Priest on Instagram. Lee A Priest. Follow me, Stalkman. Pardon? Follow me, stalk me. Yep, stalk him. That would be quite the piss. (laughs) Oh, it feels so good. Okay, until next time, we'll be back in about two weeks. I am... When our stress levels have calmed down. Yep. These guys, you know, after this show, they're just gonna keep bombarding us with questions to provoke our. We will not play into it. We will not become a part of the game, Jeff. Yeah. We're bigger than this. It's fun, like you, when you get into a, like a topic that you know is turns into a rant. You look down at the time and you're like, "Whoa, where did that go?" I mean, we've been on there here for two and a half hours. It feels like twenty minutes. I don't know. To me, it does. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's almost fucking. One o'clock here. Two hours and 20 minutes we've been on this. Fucking A. Oh, where'd that time yep. go? That's well spent time. That's what it was. <laughs> Fixing all the world's problems. Okay, then. I'm going to go have lunch. Oh, very good. I'm going to go have uh, a midnight snack. Not midnight. <laughs> it's only 11 p.m., but... Uh, Close enough. It's midnight. It's midnight somewhere. It is, for sure. All right, guys. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Uh... Check out IronMagLabs.com, IronMag Research, also uh, supporters of the show and pretty much the whole industry. IronMagazine.com, I have an article coming out uh, probably tomorrow. i got to get it over to Rob tonight uh, about Sergio Jr. And uh, lots of good articles over there. Check them out. There's several about Lee, uh, of course. And uh, washed up prick. That's a wrap. We will see you guys next time for Mr. Lee Priest. I am Jeff Roberts, and we are out of here.